Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. And after all the talk about getting to Teaneck, New Jersey, and being in Bergen County for an early morning jam in the a.m., finally, our dream has come true. And here we are at Sammy's on Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, New Jersey, ready to meet and greet all the wonderful people here in Bergen County. And, of course, we have a full schedule of great guests, wonderful people that we'll be meeting all morning long. Good morning, Miriam L. Wallach. Good morning, Nachum. We've well, got hot bagels, by the way. Well, I would hope so. Sammy's is known for its bagels, isn't it? And Jeffrey has been here since 4 o'clock in the morning. Wow. I understand the complete bagel-making process at this point. You need a special oven for it. You do need a special oven. I've decided I need that oven. <laughs> now I need a bagel oven. With everything I decided that I needed my kitchen, I need a bagel oven. Well, that's not good because then the local bag- bagelry in your area is not going to uh, is not going to have the Wallach business anymore. They're going to be suffering. That uh, and Stephen's going to kill me when I bring this up. So don't worry. It'll be a it'll be a quick conversation. Uh, it's a large oven, the bagel oven, to say the least. It's, it's huge. A, it's very large, and it's uh, it's industrial style. It's massive, and each tray. Each rack holds 60 bagels, and it's literally, I mean, Yoni took a video of it, It's but he can't talk because he's coughing right now. It's literally a, uh, a Ferris wheel for bagels. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, and it's Hopefully 500 it's cool. degrees in that oven. I've seen bagel ovens that are much smaller than that, where you're literally making eight to ten bagels at a time. Is this it? Is it? Is it? Is it like home size? Like, like I can bring it home? I can no, it just home? when you have no. a small bagel store, no. you have no choice but to have a small bagel oven. I thought you were giving me hope that I could start making bagels. Oh, actually, maybe that's that what would, I'm asking that you. Might, that might fit somewhere. Maybe okay. in your backyard or something. Sure. Yeah, As one does have a bagel oven in their backyard. Um, but this is a large... Uh, you know, spacious bagel store, and obviously they serve many other things as well. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of room here for that oven, and it seems there's plenty of room for a lot of other things because look at all the different areas that Sammy's has um, here in Teaneck, New Jersey. They have a, a what, what seems to be like you know three, four separate areas. Exactly. So this area, and uh, obviously the area with the counter, the bagel counter, that opens at six, so mm-hmm. they are ready to go. The other side where the pizza is available opens at 9. and More of a breakfast, brunch type place. And you mean over there? Right. Lunch. Right. right. Um, they open at 9 and they were, you know, I was already invited to be there to make the pizza with them because I've, you know, Because been of your back bagel there. expertise? Exactly. Wow. It's on the job training. I'm ready to go. I was, and I understand when the bagels have to proof. I saw the rainbow bagels before they went into the into the water. I'm getting all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Very good. So they, they, they know they're talking to a pro. They're talking to someone who can pick this stuff up exactly. at the ready. I'm ready to go. And a big thank you to Carol. Yes. Uh, Carol is um, uh, the manager here, right? She's our partner in crime this morning. And she has been extremely helpful, I know, to our team, uh, both before and now during this broadcast. So a big thank you to Carol. And here we are at Sammy's. Come say hello, everybody. Come say hi to us at the corner of what is this the corner of what what are we at the corner of but my mother you look like somebody who could answer this question we're at the corner of where and where right now where what? Um, uh, ayers and queen anne road there we're at the corner go. of ayers and queen anne road what is your first name sir 
Zach gave us that information. My mother-in-law would Zach call it. Zach has now officially contributed to the show. Well, and thank you for that. My mother-in-law would call this the corner of walk and don't walk, mm. meaning that it's a very busy corner. This is this is prime location. You have to leave Woodmere at 4.15 in the morning to get that parking spot I got. Yep, that's for sure. That's right. And at 4.15 in the morning, Teaneck is remarkably close to Woodmere. Took me no time <laughs> whatsoever to get here. Yeah, certainly closer than usual. Exactly. Uh, Azer Mitzion brings you our on-the-road programming through the month of September. Thank you, Azer Mitzion. Many of you are aware of the fact that today is the big ball drop. Today is going to be the uh, the golf tournament. Looks like good weather outside for today. So that's yeah. Good, that's good news for the golf tournament. Go to emgolf.org slash ball drop to purchase balls in the, uh, in the big contest when they're going to take all the golf balls, put them in a helicopter, drop them, and the three sponsored balls closest to the hole uh, will split the pot. And it's a big prize. And there's a competition going on. Uh, when you go and purchase those golf balls at emgolf.org slash ball drop, uh, you could use the promo code Nahum or you could use the promo code Miriam. Mm-hmm. And so far, based on, our, uh, based on the r- latest report that we got, uh, promo code Nahum is way ahead. Yeah, it's killing I mean, me. T- is that true, by the way? Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. So at this point, I—I I mean, Ryan will be. I mean, I—I—I don't—I don't quite understand why Ryan made the switch that he did. Your your promo code was worth more than mine, and yes. I thought that's sort of like I don't know, maybe it even things out after all. Are you, you know? saying that your popularity? Well, not oh, popularity. Yeah, it's fine. Just, it's know, fine. I, I, it's I fine. thought like it's a good idea, and then and then once it was even that, I don't know. Maybe he thought, maybe he thought it would look really bad for our network. If you beat me at this thing, like if I wasn't the the winner of, of, of the contest. Or if I was just cheaper. <laughs> right. It probably looks bad also. So maybe, I don't know, maybe that was his thinking. Whatever it we'll is. We'll find out we'll in find about a half out, an hour. We'll find out how we're doing. You can still go to the website and uh, try to uh, uh, push Miriam ahead. by. Yeah, I'm using, begging you. By using promo code Miriam like Yoni's doing right now, it seems. Uh, he's on his phone buying some uh, of the golf balls for the for the ball drop. Yeah, because that's the only app for him that's working this morning. Or you could go to uh, emgolf.org slash ball drop and use the promo code Nahum. Accomplish the same thing, but uh, support Team Nahum in this battle versus Miriam L. Wallach. So I there know, you go. Battle means, you know. What? It sounds battle ho- sounds unfriendly? <laughs> it sounds hostile. It sounds somewhat hostile. All right. So what, what word should we use? Competition? Yeah, friendly competition. Speaking of hostile, by the way, it's election day in Israel. Today is <laughs> very good segue. Thank you. Today is election day in Israel, and it's in the early part of the afternoon, and I'm sure all the rumors are starting about who's gone to oh, the polls, who it. hasn't gone to the polls. They've already predicted the winner. How, how the how the security of the state of Israel is certainly in danger sure. because of the nature, because of the background of people who've already voted today. I'm telling you, they <laughs> he is a he is a political genius, the prime minister. And uh, on election day, he is like, he's off the charts in his ability to uh, motivate people to go out to the polls. So we'll see what happens. We'll see uh, what the turnout is, and we'll see what the uh, results are. On the way here, I was listening to, um, you know, local news, Mm -hmm. and they did announce that today was election day in Israel. And it happens to be that the gentleman um, who does the two to five shift on this particular radio station... (laughs) Um, reading the news, is, it, in my opinion, does not do the best reading possible. Yeah. It's just bizarre. But anyway, 
Um, he is. He announces that it's Israeli elections, and then he does about 20 seconds trying to explain the parliamentary system <laughs> in Israel. And I'll tell you something. It was like he couldn't believe that the words that were re- he was reading were coming out of his mouth because by the time he was done with his own blurb, he was confused. He had no. He kick. had no idea what was going on. <laughs> that 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 brings to mind a. Um, it's like you know when you read and all of a sudden you start slowing down because the words you're saying don't compute. That's what that was him. That brings to mind what uh, Mayor Weingarten sent me. This is Sean Hannity's assessment of the Israeli election. You ready? Yep. Listen to this. This Tuesday in Israel. Oh, what happened? I think you pressed the pause button. Oh. Yeah. Hang on a second. <laughs> this is. Should we should do it the real oh, way. Oh wow! This I mean, this makes a lot more sense I know, than the high tech manner. But you it's were only just six talking. seconds. So I thought it wasn't worth it. Mark Levin actually gave an endorsement, <laughs> which I've never seen before in my life. He endorsed BB. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was on Facebook. And you're telling me that they're yelling at us about interfering in elections? Correct. Correct. And having, you know, spies and whatever else. This Tuesday in Israel, they have a historic election. They have the most messed up system over there. I don't know how they could even figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) That was was Sean Well said, sir. Well said. That was Sean Hannity's assessment of the Israeli election. That should be somebody's yearbook quote. Messed up system. I don't know how they figure it out. And he's right. Well, obviously. I can't tell you how many times. If wasn't right, it would be funny. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I have sat and asked somebody to explain this to me in the clearest and, and simplest way possible. And I don't know. I, I consider myself mildly intelligent. If I don't have a flow chart and diagrams, it, it's it, it, the whole thing conceptually makes no sense. And I've had this conversation actually with my cousin Noam, who's bizarrely good at explaining things. And and he and he did point out the fact that our system is that there is a little, um, shall we say, American arrogance yeah. in, in that I can't understand why somebody wouldn't adopt just the system that we have. And he reminds me that the European parliamentary system is obviously dominant there, and Israel based it off of that. Um, and then he did remind me that the Electoral College makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, and I should just be quiet, which is a fair point as well. <laughs> oh, I'm a big Electoral College fan. I'm shocked. So I don't, know, shocked. I don't know about that, but it not making Whatever. sense. The Israeli thing I don't think is difficult to understand. It's uh, it just try, it, what, the, the hardest part about the Israeli thing is trying to figure out who is going to align themselves with whom. That's, right. that's the hard part. But in terms of um, you know forming a government, you know if you can get enough people to to join your coalition, you form a government. If you can't, you don't. Simple somebody as that. somebody just posted on Facebook a picture. There's a lot of popping on this. Um, somebody just posted on Facebook a picture. Maybe you're, maybe you're too enthusiastic and you're a, speaking. Or too many P's in my sentence. A picture of members of Blue and White and Lee Kud election volunteers putting building an election a a, a voting location a voting place and putting it together together and all i know is that it looked like a sukkah it was like this they're building a frame and they're putting it it's a temporary polling station correct that we wouldn't have here no i mean that's you know that's that i don't i don't remember ever seeing here unless this guy unless they really were building a sukkah and this guy got it wrong (laughs) (laughs) that could be right that it actually could, could be, be this time of year. Right, it could be. All right, we have a full lineup this morning. We're at Sammy's and Teaneck. You are uh, encouraged to stop by and say hello to us. It's rare that we come to uh, New Jersey, but uh, part of our Asia Mitzio month on the road, uh, we have made this one of our stops. Come on out to Sammy's 
at the corner of Ayers Court and Queen Anne Road. Good for you. Yeah, thank you very much. Wow. And join us here today. We have a lot of special guests coming up, including Ryan Hyman from Azer Mitzion, who's going to give us that golf ball update and plenty more. It's Election Day in Israel. We have elected to be in Teaneck, New Jersey. This is from Baruch Levine, and you're listening to JM in the AM. J.M. in the A.M. with Baruch Levine. 
Um, big day today. Uh, and I don't just mean because we're here in Bergen County. I mean, it's a long day. Uh, bec- what? You have no mic? Hello. Thank you. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Wow. I switched headsets? Yes. Okay. You didn't think it was Yodi's fault, did you? <laughs> I don't know. You couldn't hear anything before. Right. That was because of the headphone amp. Okay. But I also made sure to use the same headset that I had used earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like when you use the I just want to remind you, we have a very long day together, you, and you, it's not a Thursday. When, when your headset's working, yes. and then you use the same one again, mm-hmm. chances are it's going to work again. Okay. You switch to a different one, you may have trouble. Do you know that I'm the thing? day you're work? I'm the person you're working with all day today. Now here's the story. Yes. Um, not only are we going to be uh, here in Teaneck, New Jersey, this morning, but later tonight, I have the privilege of hosting the um, Amudim. I guess we'll call it telethon, radiothon, live uh, stream live stream where they're going to be raising money uh, for th- a very important organization. We'll have an opportunity to speak to um, Svee Gluck later on in this show about what's happening tonight. Svee Gluck gave me some insight as to how this telethon or this live stream is going to be different from last year's show that you also hosted. Yeah. But it includes the fact that a number of... Um, a number of people who have been saved, I'm going to use that word, saved by Imudim, will be at the event tonight speaking to you directly. I do remember some of those from last year. No? Am I wrong? Not like this. Really? Okay. Not like this. All right. So it's going to be a very intense show. Yes. There will be, I don't want to say there will be levity um, because it makes it sound like there's a, you know, it's an ongoing party. Right. It's obviously difficult and, and rather challenging to balance the mood in the room with the and the the um, energy in the room that will be tonight with the fact that we're talking about abuse and um, and a number of very scary topics in the Jewish community. Right. Um, but that's going to sort of be the, the feel of the night. Like we, it is our responsibility as a community to be there for victims of abuse, to be there for people who are suffering from dependency abuse and for their families. And so it's, you know, there's, there's going to be a, there's going to be an energy in the room. They have a lot of entertainment. Yoni Z is going to be there. Ellie Schwabel is going to be there. I mean, there's going to be music going on in the room. There's a there's a let's you know let's get this going kind of energy. Right. Let's support this, but um, let's not minimize the fact that what we're talking about is really serious. All right, so that's going to be tonight, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time. There are many, many, many websites and streams around the world that are going to be carrying it. Yeah. So chances are, through your social media and email, you're going to see and find um, the Amudim live stream tonight. Again, I have the privilege of hosting it. Mary Wallach is going to be producing the show, and we will be there uh, together, hopefully raising a lot of money and awareness for a very important cause for Amudim tonight. So that's many, many hours from now. Correct. It's almost tomorrow in, in, your, in, in our world. <laughs> you should say that again. Right. So, so you made sure to go to sleep at a very early hour, and I made sure to go to sleep at a very early hour. Yeah. I don't know if that'll help, but, you know, hopefully. Well, you know what would have helped me? What? Had the alarm I set for this morning not be set to p.m. instead of a.m.? Oh, you had you overslept? Yes. No, no, I didn't because God was watching over me. So when I turned over at three thirty-eight and said, "Oh wow, you know, the my alarm, alarm has no, 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 my alarm is set for three forty-five. I was like, "Wow, three thirty-eight. I've I've slept enough. My body's ready. Great." And then I look at my phone. I'm like, 
my, my what's where's my alarm? Like 3.45, 3.46, and all of a sudden I look at my phone, I'm like, yeah, it's PM. So God really <laughs> had my back this morning because it would have been a problem, and waking me would have been a problem. All right, so... Uh We'll credit him. It's we'll only funny now. We'll credit him for this uh, um, amazing morning where he uh, stepped in and Correct. made sure that our staff would be here on time. God is the ultimate producer. That's an understatement. All right. Uh, more coming up. We're live from Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. Uh, we're going to play a song that everyone seems to be into these days. The brand new, brand new Yishai Rebo. Uh, I'm obsessed. I'm you, obsessed. If you look at Facebook, there are a lot of people obsessed with this song at the moment. It's and I am completely obsessed with it. Well, I, for a I, variety of reasons. Okay, and I'm telling you that Ryan Hyman is already here. Oh, good. Right, but this song is. Well, we'll do this, and we'll speak. This with song him. is unbelievable. Six minutes, and I could have had it go on for another two minutes. All right, we'll do this, and more coming up. If you keep it right here at the uh, JM and the AM broadcast from Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. Nas <laughs> אחת ושלוש, אחת וארבע, אחת וחמש. ישר היה מתייאש, כי לא יכול היה לשאת את המרירות אחת. את הבושה, את הפספוס, את ההפסד. בכהנים והעם העומדים בעזרה, כשהיו שומעים את שם השם. מפורש יוצא מפי, כהן גדול היו קוראים, משתחווים ונופלים על פניהם. ברוך שם כבוד מלכותו לעולם ועד. Thank you. 
בטח ככה היה מונה אחת, אחת ואחת, אחת ושתיים. אחת מאלף, אלפי אלפים, ברוב לי ורבבות, ניסים נפלאות שעשית עימנו. ימים ולילות, והכהנים והעם העומדים באזהרה, כשהיו שומעים את שם השם. Amazing song from Yishai Rivo, brand new, and it's uh, certainly making its mark, to say the least. And it's called uh, Seder Avodah here at JM in the AM. Well, Ryan Hyman is here. We have been uh, talking about Ezer Mitzion for quite a while. We had an extremely impressive visit to their headquarters in Israel, and uh, Ezer Mitzion took the initiative to sponsor our uh, month of September, fall 2019, on the road. Uh, I don't think they even suspected um, that uh, coming from this um, partnership that we have with them would emerge a very cutthroat competition between Nahum Siegel and Miriam L. Wallach in what is going to finally be decided later today. And I'm talking, of course, about the big uh, golf ball drop that's happening at the Azer Mitzion Golf Tournament. Ryan Hyman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Nahum, thank you. Pleasure to have you here. The tournament's today. That's correct. And if you've looked outside, this is pretty good weather for a golf tournament. Well, we put in the request uh, a number of months <laughs> ago to get good weather, and uh, we no, got it. It worked out. Uh. 
that is probably the, the thing you've been watching the most over the last... Besides the Nahum-Miriam competition, it's probably the thing you've been watching the most has been the weather forecast. Baruch Hashem, you have a good day uh, today for golfing. Now, we were told that the, uh, the deadline to actually purchase to sponsor golf balls in the big ball drop would be at 4 p.m. today. That is correct. And that means that the helicopter goes up around what time? Around 5.30, 5.45. We need to prepare all the balls, etc. And that helicopter is going to be uh, filled with all the golf balls. Literally, they will be dropped on the green, and the three closest to the hole will split the pot, and it'll be a significant prize for each one of those three participants. That's correct. Uh, you know, one, one of the things I will tell you is that uh, your listeners um, from across the country have really responded very, very positively to this uh, epic battle uh, between <laughs> <laughs> between you and Miriam and uh, you know it's really really exciting uh, we, we, I keep on getting uh, beeps on my phone constantly telling me uh, updates it's really exciting for the, you guys the uh, the battle is very simple those of you and, and now we're now we're in the home stretch so anybody out there wants to participate now is the time because you have only until 4 p.m. Eastern time you go to uh, emgolf.org em for azer mitzion emgolf.org slash ball drop emgolf org slash ball drop and when you uh, purchase the golf balls for today's competition make sure to use the promo code Nahum or if you're inclined to do so use the promo code Miriam and whoever ends up with more golf balls will officially be the winner of this competition do you have an update for us anything that uh, you could tell us either up to the minute or from last night well I do but before that I you know I, I don't go anywhere without bringing gifts mm. you know first you got to give gifts that's, Thank that's you. the only appropriate way to do we it. love so, gifts so I actually have a, a little thing from the tournament for you guys this is today's tournament this bag. is from today's oh, tournament today's bag. bag nice nice for Nachum for Miriam does for it Yoni. come with a swapping kit <laughs> well, you got you guys have all been swapped, That's so true. I know we that. Have. So yeah. we have. I made sure to do that when we were on location in Israel. This is nice. This Thank is you nice very bag. much. This yeah. is very nice. All right, so we have our Azimutzion official uh, golf tournament bag, and um, and what else can you tell us about today's competition aside from this competition? <laughs> any, anything? <laughs> were you sold out? By the way, did you get yeah, a lot of golfers? Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of golfers. Our tournament is sold out, uh, which we're really excited about. Um, and thankfully, it raised um, a g it's raised already a good amount of money in order to make sure that we're able to continue swapping uh, people, uh, soldiers specifically in Israel, uh, to do to join the registry. Um, and as the registry keeps growing, it gives us greater ability to uh, save more lives as we do uh, more and more transplants all over the world. And it's happening on a regular basis and it's pretty amazing and we've been eyewitness to some of these reunions of the uh, of the uh, the donor and and the person whose life was saved which is so incredible when that happens and thursday morning at gotta get a bagel ryan is going to join us again but he's going to be bringing a special guest with us correct um, um yitzi stern um is a uh, uh an idf hero um who as i say has not only protected the state of israel but uh, he has actually saved somebody with his own stem cells, and he's going to be coming uh, talking to you guys on uh, on Thursday morning. Uh, his story is great. Um, he's got some really interesting and uh, funny anecdotes, uh, and uh, I think that uh, your listeners will really gain a lot hearing from this incredible chayal, uh, who who I think is just the very very best of uh, of of. Uh, the Jewish community and uh, what's coming out of Israel. Has he met his recipient? He has. He met him, uh, I believe it was about a year so ago. So that'll so. add to the story, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and, and he'll tell you all about it. Uh, all right, so that's Thursday, everybody. When we broadcast from Woodmere, New York, and we get Ryan out of bed uh, early again. <laughs> that'll be this coming Thursday morning. Make sure to join us for that. Azer Mitzion presents our uh, full 2019 on the road, and here we are at Sammy's uh, at uh, the corner of Ayers Court and Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, New Jersey. We're here until 9 o'clock this morning. We encourage everybody to stop by and say hello. All right, what can you tell us about the uh, Miriam Wallach-Nachum Siegel competition, the golf ball update? 
Well, I'll tell you this much. At about uh, 1.20 this morning, okay. um, there was a, a fan um, of the Nahum Siegel Network um, who bought a package of 10 golf balls. Mm. Bought a package of 10. Is um, that person a fan of Nahum? Well, you know, uh, you know, here's, you know, we'll find out in a second. Is, you know, the, the, the purchase actually a listener from Miami. <gasps> um, interestingly, so uh, you have a lot of people uh, clearly an insomniac at one twenty in the morning, um, <laughs> and 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 w- the reason I mention Miami, by the way, is that there's there's no geographic divide. There's no nothing holding a person back, no matter where they are, whether they're in Los Angeles, Chicago, uh, it doesn't matter where, um, that they're able to be a part of the golf ball drop. They don't have to actually be here on location in order to uh, to participate. Right, that's what I'm uh, counting on. I'm not going down there. I'm just waiting. Uh, I'm just waiting to be one of the winners. That's I all. Thought you were, I thought you were going up in the helicopter. No, not at all. I wanted to see a video of the helicopter, and Yoni asked if, it, if it's going to be live streamed. This whole thing. No, we're not going to. But be there will be evidence of it, right? You're actually yeah, going to take video of it. I'm sure. We'll have video. We'll what have video. happens? D- we're not disqualified. I mean, no, we both we're made in purchases. It. Are you kidding? Yeah, you're we're both in it. it. Okay. You're both in it. We're in it. I didn't know if it had to be Stacy and Steven. I'd like it to be. I'd like. <laughs> I'd like all three of the three closest. That's what I'm aiming for. I want to be all. All three of the three closest. <laughs> you're not being greedy. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, I think that's probably a disqualification. <laughs> that, Do we know what the pot is up to? We can't reveal that. It's several thousand dollars. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, as right. Mama needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Today it's going to grow because <laughs> it's the last day to do this. So. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, you mentioned earlier that the, you know the doors close at uh, at four. That's right. when we're cutting off registration uh, because we've got to uh, put all the bolts together. Right. We've got to number all the bolts, make sure everything is uh, is, is set up and, uh, and 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 ready to go up uh, and, and and be dropped. Um, you know, so so back to Miami. Yeah. Um, that that package of ten golf balls um, has given uh, the the lead. To, to one of you guys, and I think this is where you go to a commercial break on, on, on TV, no? Wait a minute. <laughs> Nahum you're was in the lead you're telling as me of Sunday night. You're telling me that the lead switched on those 10? The lead I'm switched on those 10. No, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening for the last... Yeah, remember, uh, a lot's been going on in between. True. That's true. Okay. That's true. I have been begging people silently to okay, use so promo code. So how name. long are you going to be here now? How am I going to hear? Yeah. Uh, He's got to go soon. He's got to get, get to be on the road to get to the club. Well, you tell me. We can go to a song and keep everybody no, uh, no, keep everybody uh, in suspense, or we can reveal this now. I don't know if no, I, I can handle the suspense, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> I promised Ryan he'd be gone by like 5 to 7. All right. What time do you have to be at the Seawane? Uh, about 8.30. No, you will not make it if you are out of here at 5 to 7. What, he needs to leave earlier? Yeah, I would say 10 to 7. All right, so tell me well, what we're doing. Remind, okay, I'm so just going to remind you that at 4.15 in the morning, at 4.15 in the morning, there was still traffic on the Van Wick. Oh, gosh. Of course. Yeah. We'll do it now? Yeah, okay. let's do it now. All right. We're going to let Ryan go. He's a big day. Ryan's yes. got a very big Hats day today. to you and everyone Thank at the you. organization. You. you know, there's one question I do want to ask. Yeah. Not to postpone this. Who writes everyone's names on the golf ball? <laughs> it's not a name. It's a number. Okay. It's a number. It corresponds to your number in yeah. the spreadsheet. What ha- uh, so okay. it's a little bit easier than, than writing everybody's names. Right, because writing Nahum Siegel... Right. Or, or getting my middle initial in on every golf ball. Miriam L. Wallach on everyone is probably tedious and a for bad use of, us, of your for time. For those of us, as I've mentioned, who have experience in this game oh because of <laughs> the minor league baseball teams around the country that do this competition. You've done this before. So it's You're all co- it's, golf balls. It's all corresponding numbers. No, those are softballs, but it's all corresponding Do we get to know what numbers we are? I mean, I'm number 613, you. apparently. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's what I was told. That's that's beautiful. Someone someone wanted to make me uh, number ninety one point one, but no, we've we've, we've retired. We got rid that. of them. <laughs> we retired. Them. We got rid of those people. Anyway, Ryan, go ahead. Okay. So tell okay. us what's so, happening. So now. so the, the, the drum roll, please. Let's drum go. roll, please. The uh, what do we got? Um, the person that is in is in the lead by. 
four golf balls. Wow. Four, a whopping four golf balls. So essentially what you do got to do is you got to get your pe- your people for over the next few hours. People, I'm really doing this myself. You, really I got to get, get them. I'm losing this thing. I'm going <laughs> to the web. You got to get them. You know, you got to get everybody excited. I'm logging yeah. on the second if I'm I can't I'm, get my I'm brother losing. who lives in Teaneck to come to Sammy, so I'm not even bothering him to uh, buy golf well, balls. Well, there, come on. I know, ridiculous. He could put you, you know, at, at, over he the top. He could, but he can't even bother to show Ooh, up Oh, that's a good hint. It sounds like if he could put her over the top, then I'm in the lead. That's what it sounds like. But I'm I'm, I, I will tell you something. I'm 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 afraid. I'm I'm in a fearful well, position. Well, we don't have here. confirmation yet. Okay, is what it is him? It? You know, I have to tell you, this is really this is so much fun. Yeah, you you're the way the guy's in control, and I'm sitting here, and I'm I'm <laughs> I'm taking <laughs> the lead here. The problem is that I I'm in a I'm in a no-win situation. If I win, everyone's like, yeah, of course you should win. You know, Nahum right. Siegel, the whole thing. And if, if I don't, you win, win, I'm angry with you for three days. And if <laughs> I win, <laughs> and if I don't win, then. Then I know, then, it looks know, bad. So Look, it's a lose-lose. What I will tell you is this. Right now at 6.41 in the morning, okay, there's still plenty of time. There's plenty That's of time to, uh, to, to get true. in. So anything can happen between now and, uh, you know, and right. 4 p.m. Who's got so the four golf ball so lead? The four, the four golf ball lead is one, Nakam Siegel. <laughs> Boy, thank God I survived <laughs> this update. I'll tell you. I am writing my tongue. I would have been, been finished with the rest of the show. Yeah, well, I'd be thrown opposite. off the air if everything that I'm thinking right now would just be said out loud. So, so. those of you who have joined Team Nahum, believe me. I can't believe it. Believe me, <laughs> your, your participation was much more necessary than I ever thought. You only get so on thank, your phone. Thank you very, very much for putting me in a four <laughs> golf ball lead. That could change the moment's notice. Yep. I encourage anybody who has not yet uh, purchased golf balls for the golf ball drop to get to the website emgolf.org slash ball drop. Promo code Miriam. Use either promo code Nahum or Miriam to uh, voice your support uh, for whichever side you'd like to support in this little battle. Me. Epic battle, as Ryan called it, yes. You know, and one of the things, Nahum, I will tell you is that, you know, this is all. Is, this is of course fun. We're having a good time. We're having really a blast. Ourselves, you know. God forbid I uh, lose. Although, although Miriam, right? Although Miriam is like already starting to to think. Okay, what can I do way next? Too competitive. But, but in in all seriousness, this this is this is about saving lives. This is about you know helping Azmetion fulfill our mission uh, to swab as many IDF heroes as we possibly can. Um, and the more people who get involved in the golf ball drop, whether easy, you know, whoever's uh, uh, promo code, the code they use, and I'm not going to give any preference to either of you guys, but you know, you've got to battle it out. But it's about, it's about saving lives, and the, the reality is that this is, this is a tremendous partnership I view between us, uh, between the Nahum Siegel Network and Azimitzion, really helping people in so many different ways. And one of the things that we shouldn't neglect to mention it's all done at an incredibly inexpensive Correct. rate. Meaning, if you want to ha- make sure an IDF soldier is swabbed, we're, we're, we're not talking about a $500, $1,000 investment. We're talking about, I forgot the official price. $50. 50 bucks. So we're talking about $50. And uh, that's what, three golf balls? You know, dep- like that, Depending yeah. on which promo code you use and yeah. all that. So, yeah, I mean, we're talking about uh, being able to save and being able to add to that uh, Jewish bone marrow registry at the rate of $50 a person. And, and the reality is it's a really incredible investment because uh, those soldiers are typically in the registry for upwards of 40 years. Right. Uh, you know, and they never know when they're going to get the call, whether it can be two days into their service or, you know, tw- uh, 20 years down the line. It's unbelievable. The whole thing's incredible. Uh, that was one of the most impressive things that we uh, witnessed when we were there. Uh, and and we were shown the entire system and how it works. Just incredible. And yes, you'd rather have these 20, 21, and 22-year-old soldiers in the registry <laughs> than, than people like me. The likes Th- of us, Those yes. who literally can save lives for the next 40 years, which is unbelievable. Uh, go to the website. Uh, they're not asking you to golf. That, that's being taken care of already. It's a sold-out golf tournament. 
They're not asking you to golf. They're not even asking you to go up in the helicopter and drop the golf balls near the tee. They're not asking you to do any of that. All they're asking us to do is uh, sponsor the golf balls, uh, join the competition, choose a promo code, Nahum or Miriam, uh, so that this battle continues all through the day. And you have until 4 o'clock Eastern time to sponsor those golf balls. Go to emgolf.org slash ball drop, emgolf.org slash ball drop, and you will be giving to a very worthy cause. Yes. Well, I, I think Ryan's making a very, obviously, very valid point and a very mature point that it's about saving lives. Right. That's true on the air. Behind <laughs> the scenes, it's really about winning. <laughs> I am. You're, gonna, you're not going to make an appeal to the Miriam fans out there? Folks, <laughs> folks, listeners all around the world, and especially those who are off today, Election Day in Israel, take five minutes and use promo code Miriam. Thank you. Vote for Miriam, you're saying, on this election. Three words. Let's beat Nahum. That's it. That's it. That's all you got to think of. When you go to the polling place today, when you cast your vote, remember, let's beat Nahum. Nahum's not on the ballot, but, you know, it's part of the whole thing. That's the general uh, general, uh, aura. That's what I'm in. I'm ready to win. Uh, Ryan Hyman, thank you, and good luck today. Nahum, thank you very much for your time. It's going to be quite a day. Send us a video of that helicopter and that ball drop. And send me a video of my ball sitting right <laughs> next to that hole on the green as the big winner as the big winner of Split the Pot. I'm looking forward to that big piece of news. And by the way, I've already made the big announcement that if I win Split the Pot, I'm donating back to Azer Mitzion at least one swabbing. How do you like that? <laughs> I, am su- I am such a magnanimous figure, let me tell and you. And you know what? You never know when that swab is going to save someone's life. Do you life. see that? Do you see that? Don't make fun. Don't make fun. <laughs> that swab could be the key to saving someone's life. All right, Ryan, thank you. We'll see you Thursday, and good luck today. Thank you. There he is. It's obvious, based on Ryan's uh, presentation, that he's favoring Team Nahum. I think that's obvious the way he presented himself this morning. So make sure uh, you go to emgolf.org slash ball drop. Use promo code Miriam or promo code Nahum. Right now I have a four-golf ball lead courtesy of a generous listener down in Miami, Florida. Tuesday morning, we're at Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey, and it's JM in the AM. Show, 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 show
J.M. in the A.M. with Mordechai Shapiro before that Ohad. Welcome to a Tuesday, everybody, on this 17th of September. Significant for many reasons, but most notably, today is Election Day in Israel. Um, according to what Miriam L. Wallach has been researching on social media, uh, the turnout, the voter turnout today <laughs> is up in Israel compared to last election. Anywhere from 2 to 25%, depending on who you're listening to and believing. 2 to 26.8% to the highest turnout rate in 30 years. And those are three different reports that all came out within basically 15 minutes of each other. So we don't know what's happening there in Israel for real, but we do know that there's an election today. And hopefully... It That's will, all we know. Hopefully it'll come to some resolution. We'll actually have stable leadership in the state of Israel at some point. If it doesn't, then... the do they go back to the polls in another five months? No, they'd go back to the polls before the end of 2019. That was the whole thing. No, it, I'm saying if this one does... Right. There so. will be three elections in 2019. You know, you, that's crazy. But um, Avrami had let us know that he did not have residency as an Ola long enough for that, for he and Toby to vote. Right. But a friend of my daughter's who had made Aliyah over their year in seminary last year, so I'm saying anywhere from... September 2018 to June 2019 has now voted twice <laughs> as an Israeli. A new U.S. citizen, it would take years Correct. to vote twice in a presidential or Literally what's years. equal to a prime ministerial election. And now that student, as you just mentioned, has already voted twice. Unbelievable. Yep. Um, full day here at the Nahum Siegel Network, including a lot of great guests who are going to be joining us here um, at the... Um, at Sammy's. We're at Sammy's on Ayers Court and Queen Anne Road. A reminder that tonight we're at the Amudim Radiothon, which will be uh, which will be picked up by many different uh, streams and outlets and websites. Um, we'll speak to Tzvi Gluck later on in this program and talk about the importance of tonight's event. I also want to make mention that two very prominent parking spaces will be available at about 9.05 here in front of Sammy's. Oh. Ah. If okay. anybody Why, would like parking it, spaces usually at a premium here? They are. These parking spaces are huge. Mm. But if anybody would like a parking space earlier than 9.05, just go to EM Ball Drop and, uh, yeah. If you gave the right email address, <laughs> the right web address. It's right in front of me, emgolf.org slash ball drop and use promo code Miriam. And, yes, I will be bought. I have no problem moving my car in the middle of the How show. How many golf balls do they have to buy in order to get that space? Uh, I, I'm going to say 10. 10 golf balls? Yeah. Because you're already up by four. I need a little bit more of a lead. EMGolf.org slash ball drop. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. I want to welcome Mark Zamek, who's here. Mark Zamek, of course, uh, has the uh, luxury of being a Teaneck resident, not minimizing the fact that he's here early. But he does have the luxury of being a T-neck resident, which makes it probably a drop easier for him. For 20 golf balls, I'll move your car and my car. Wow. But they have to use the promo code Miriam. Correct. Um, all right. So more coming up. We'll do this uh, selection from Yaakov Shweki and then uh, introduce to you some more guests in our mobile studio at Sammy's in T-neck, New Jersey. You are listening to the Nahum Siegel Network and JM in the AM.
מרגישים, בלהבה אשר בוערת מבפנים, היא בתוך הנשמה, מהירה וחמה.
a.m. in the a.m. With Shlomo Katz. Well, uh, many of you are familiar with the um, historic JM and the AM staff and one of our devoted staff members for many, many years and still today regarded as one of the uh, key figures in JM and the AM history is Randy Wartelski, who is here. We couldn't get her to visit us in the studio in New York, so we brought the studio here to her. In Teaneck, New Jersey. Good morning, Randy. I was going to use that line. Yeah, well, we beat you to it. Uh, use the word historic. Well, there's a history that to jam in the AM. Oh, for sure. You know, there's a history, and everybody who's part of it is part of that historic, uh, you know, um, narrative, so to speak. Anyway, it's good to have you on. Uh, we're in our mobile studio at Sammy's. Have you been here before? Have you been to Sammy's before? Not only have I been to Sammy's many times before, but all of my children love this place. Hmm. They have to request French toast without the strawberry, but they love it here. Wow, what an endorsement. The Wartelski's very into Sammy's. And were you taking care of this morning? Did you have a, uh, did you have a good uh, barista? I, a, a, I did. There in the... Miriam L. Wallach. Oh, she actually... Went she, behind the counter. She actually served your, you, you your coffee this morning, huh? How do you like that? Which I thought was a good move. Seems that it wasn't, <laughs> and I will be hearing about it all day. Why was it not? It was so much fun. Because I, I had abandoned my post, <laughs> which is a very valid we, point. We didn't expect her to, to take that role during the show. Let's put it well, that way. I don't I've understand. Been, I've already I've been, the I've been told that Sammy's has qualified people who can handle the coffee bar. That's what we've been told. I was going to say Miriam's clearly multi-talented. That, that's, Thank you, Randy. Well, that's an understatement, but that doesn't mean that, uh, that there are other people here who can handle the coffee. But all right. Anyway, so you're on your way where now this morning? Where do you find yourself on a typical Tuesday, uh, on Election Day in Israel? Where's Randy oh, Wartelski? I wanted to mention also when you're talking about Election Day yeah. that I follow Gal Gadot on Instagram. All right. And she promoted Israeli Election Day in Hebrew on nice. her Instagram page. Very cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that is cool. I wonder if she voted already. You think she's like an absentee voter? Well, it depends if she's in the U.S. or not, or where she is. It depends on where she is. I don't you know can how that only works. vote absentee I'm as at, an Israeli I'm citizen. I'm out of my league here with Israeli elections. Yeah, you can only vote absentee if you work for the Israeli government. So, like for instance, I know somebody who works security for El Al. They voted absentee, but their roommate, who's just a regular, you know, Israeli who's living in New York, was not able to vote. That's a fun fact. Yeah, I didn't that's, know that. that's something to keep in mind. Use it at your next cocktail party. So, where are you on your way to okay, on a so typical Tuesday? So, on a typical Tuesday this year, I'm headed to Yeshivat Frisch. How are things going over there at Frisch? Things are amazing at Yeshivat. How Frisch. long have you been there? It's starting my second year. Nice. As you know, I spent a very long time working at, at Yeshivat Ramaz right. before I came to Yeshivat Frisch, also an amazing institution. And I just became the junior grade dean this year. Wow. At Yeshivat Frisch, which is awesome. That's cool. And I teach music. And what else do I do there? We run these amazing programs for uh, girls, learning programs after Mishmar called GNO, being, getting involved in that. And what does that stand for? Girls Night Out. Nice. And it's really been amazing. Fun. Great. Kids are great. Commute is great. Now you, <laughs> that I'm sure. Now, you've been doing music in school since when? How long has it been? Okay. Should I date myself? 
Well, I'm curious. Well, your first music job in a school was how long my ago? My first music job in a school was 20. This is my 22nd year teaching music in schools. Uh, I always ask this question, uh, or often I ask this question of people who've been in an industry a long time. Uh, has a lot changed in those 22 years? Is your classroom or your procedure in terms of teaching music different than it was a couple of decades ago? Okay, so first of all, over the years I've moved from through the different age groups. So right. for me, my experience has changed a bit. I will say that technology has definitely brought more music to kids outside of the classroom. They have music much more available to them 24-7 all the time. Turn them on to someone, turn them on to something, and they're much more likely to go out and find it and listen to it themselves. So I think the whole musical atmosphere among kids has grown a lot over the years. Uh, I still think as far as like the music teaching goes, my... There are two parts, let's say. There's the music listening, the Jewish music listening, the regular music listening, and then there's like music teaching, notation, and teaching kids how to right. play an instrument, things like that. That's still bare bones. Only way to do it. Only way to do it. No shortcuts, huh? No shortcuts. You got to take it from the bottom and expand slowly as you go along. And that's I've found that across every age level. Do you teach how to play instruments in school? In school? Yes. As an I, elective I, or as what? Well, uh, it is kind of sort of an elective. It meets four, It's called an elective. It meets four times a week. And I work with Steve Bill, who is not who's a sure. not a stranger to the Jewish music industry. An accomplished guitarist, to say the least, and conductor and arranger. And we have a program that teaches instrumentation and music history and music theory. And I run the choir, and he runs a jazz ensemble and a performance ensemble. And it's uh, there's a lot of music going on. Are there a lot of talented kids? Some super talented kids. I can imagine. My gosh. Randy Wartelski's here talking about... Dare I say, lots of talented kids who are not in the music program officially, and lots of talented kids who love to sing who haven't yet signed up for choir. So, just a little plug if you're listening. How do you, you convince them to the do, choir. How do you convince them to do that? Oh, that hasn't changed over the years. <laughs> it's still, still not always easy to get youngsters to join the choir, huh? And dare I say, <laughs> I was always a choir kid from the days of Asher Epstein and Yeshiva Flapush. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I was always a choir kid. And uh, Avshalom Katz was our choir director wow. in Young Israel Flapush. Two great names. I worked with Asher Epstein on Shiria in 1981, just to give you a perspective. Were we Steelies? The not 1981, even. not even. Randy <laughs> yeah. um, Wartelski is here talking about music at Frisch. And uh, which instruments are you teaching? Someone could walk in and actually study and learn guitar. Can they study and learn other instruments? How does it work? Yes. Well, everybody who comes into the music program at Frisch is going to learn basic keyboard. But let's say, for example, now in our freshman <laughs> class, we have a saxophone player, two violinists, three piano players. Um, I think that's it in the freshman class. I assume the violinists. singers. I assume the violinists have been playing for a while. Yes. Right. If you want to be a serious yeah. violinist, you gotta you gotta pick it up pretty early. And, right? and then there are some kids in the program who don't, who just sing, who right. don't play an instrument. Right. So everybody's gonna learn basic keyboard. In our sophomore class, we have bass, guitar, flute, violin. Uh, we have some percussionists. We have some keyboardists. So they they range. Wow. Is the rumor true that Frisch requires every student to listen to JMM every single morning, or that's a uh, rumor that I began? We should start that. <laughs> we should start that policy, <laughs> shouldn't we? We should start that. And in general, Actually, I hear it said, yeah. We are we are excitedly working on a Frisch news network modeled after JMM. 
with a video component. Boy, oh boy, interesting. Everyone seems to be getting into the industry, huh? It hasn't launched yet. We're going to have to stay ahead. We're excitedly working on it. We're going to have to stay ahead of the game, to say the least. Um, And from what I hear, it's a very, very... uh, a very supportive atmosphere yes. at Frisch. Very uh, much so. I know that the campus is beautiful, the building's great, and as a teacher there, I'm sure you'd agree that it's a very uh, it's really conducive uh, to teaching students and getting things done. Very much so. Very so much so. Hashem. Under the uh, helm of Rabbi Eli Siner and the amazing administration, it's a wonderful place. Will you send them all our best? I for sure will. Thank I even you. told them to listen this morning. I hope they did. They got a really them, nice plug. <laughs> I even told them to excuse me for being late today. <laughs> oh, come on. I said, I'm visiting <laughs> Nachum and Miriam. We have notes here that we can fill out and, and make sure you're exempt from all that stuff. Anyway, Randy, thank you and happy, healthy, sweet thank New Year. Thank you for year. having me. It's so much fun to be here. A pleasure. And yes, bring your mobile studio back to New Jersey. Yes, we're going to try to do it as and often as possible. You cross the bridge. That's great for us. <laughs> this is this. We do it just for your benefit. Thanks very much, Randy Wartelski. Uh, more coming up at JM in the AM as we broadcast from Sammy's. Sammy's located at Ayers Court and Queen Anne Road. Who's shocked that I remember that? Um, don't forget that we are brought to you all through the month of September on the road with Azer Mitzion. Feel free to go to the website and purchase golf balls for today's big ball drop. They're going to drop the golf balls from a helicopter and uh, throw them, or I should say, drop them onto the tee, onto the green, and the three golf balls that are closest to the hole will win the prizes, these split-the-pot prizes. Go to emgolf.org slash ball drop, emgolf.org slash ball drop for all the information, and make sure to use promo code NAHUM and if you want to save, you use promo code Nahum. Oh, you could also use promo code Miriam if you wish. If you want to join in on the battle between Nahum and Miriam to see who can uh, garner more uh, support for Azer Mitzion. Uh, so use promo code uh, Nahum or promo code Miriam at emgolf.org slash ball drop. Well, from what I am told, our friends at TABC are off to an amazing start for this school year. I would know I have an insider there at TABC who reports to me on a daily or somewhat daily basis, <laughs> not, not always daily. Um, and Panina Weinberg-Seplowitz is here in our mobile studio. She is the director of admissions at TABC. Welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank so you so much. are my sources accurate that TABC is off to a glorious start for this school year? I would say so. Uh, your sources are quite accurate. <laughs> We've been off to a really exciting start. I can't believe it's only the second and a half week of school. So much has yeah. uh, gone on. Uh, have you met all of the freshmen or you haven't met all of them yet? Um, many of the names are familiar as we went through the admissions process last year. Cool. I have a good handle on the 94 of them. And I'm told there are 94. It's yeah. one of the largest classes ever, right? It, in the last few years, yeah. I'm told there are new electives for freshmen this year. That is correct. What have we added to the list for them? <laughs> we added uh, a whole slew of uh, courses in our STEM department, coding, um, engineering, our side STEM course. Uh, we've added a culinary course, not necessarily for freshmen, but for our uh, upperclassmen. So that's really exciting. 
because um, food and TABC go really well <laughs> hand in hand. So they get to learn how to cook and to enhance their culinary skills. That's correct. And knowing you guys, you probably at some point are going to bring in some cooking experts to you know, give them special enhance. classes, etc., and all that, that stuff. That is correct. And everybody's anxious to uh, be the volunteer tasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. All right. So you are not only enjoying your largest freshman class ever, you're giving them offerings that you have not given them before. Which is very cool. Panina Weinberg Seplowitz is here, Director of Admissions at TABC. This might be the only month where you're not extremely busy because <laughs> the recruiting season really begins right after Yontif, and this year it's really going to be enhanced because it's so late, Yontif. And then you go the open house season and the admission process and placement and all that. This may be the, the only time during the year where you could actually relax for a minute and take a look at what's happening in the school. So, Nahum, I thought that would be the case. I'd, I'm <laughs> pleased to announce that we, uh, we've already received several applications. So it is pretty early in the season, but we will be um, hitting the ground running, doing interviews immediately after. Sukkot. I can so imagine. It's going to be a very busy time. Um, uh, that's the benefit, I guess. The benefit of the uh, four weeks of straight school beforehand is obvious, but the detriment is that you guys are going to be really busy once Yom Tov ends. All right, there's a big Shabbaton this weekend. What's that all about? That's right. TABC's Welcome Back Shabbaton is this week, starting Thursday night through Motzei Shabbat. Uh, 10th, 11th, and 12th graders are going to Camp Kaylee. For a fun-filled weekend, nice. um, I have two sons in the school, so they did not want me to attend, but <laughs> I hope to hear about it afterwards. Um, I know a lot of planning went into it, so it should be exciting. Um, and we also have followed by some uh, upcoming programming for uh, Rosh Hashanah. We have a Kumsitz with Eitan Katz next oh. week. I was at one of those with Eitan in TABC one year, and it's very inspiring. It's yeah, really nice. Uh, a night of learning and inspiration, and I'm sure there will be chillin' and potato cocoa. Well, of course, so there has to be. To <laughs> fully enhance the evening. Um, and, uh, yeah, something, something all the time. What date have you designated for the TABC Open House? Uh, God willing, November 17th okay. will be the TABC Open House, uh, starting at 9 a.m., um, we're really looking forward to a nice crowd. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, uh, these open houses uh, at TABC have, uh, have attracted a lot of people over the years. You end up with a tremendous number of applications. And then, of course, the result that you have this year, one of the largest freshman classes ever. And you are expanding your reach. Uh, TABC is expanding its reach by actually hosting uh, events um, at places like Congregation Beth Abraham and Renat Yisrael. Tell me about those. That's correct. Uh, for We did this last year as well, and it was a, a big success. So we're doing it again this year for Shabbat Shuvah. We'll be having Rabbi Adler speaking at Rina to our teen minion. Um, and Rabbi Wiener, our Limude Kodesh principal, will be speaking at Beth Abraham in the afternoon. Very cool. So, you know, we want to share our wonderful Rabbi Am with the community. And uh, we welcome 7th through 12th graders to these programs. All right, there you have it. Penina Weinberg Seplowitz is Director of Admissions at TABC. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I'm just really excited for a great start to the year. And uh, for all those listening, it is not too early to apply. We <laughs> could uh, 
get the ball rolling, and uh, I look forward to welcoming all the prospective families to TABC. Thank you, and a happy, healthy New Year to you. Thank you, you and too. And good luck. We are counting on another amazing year at TABC. My, my insiders say you're off to a glorious start so far. Uh, Panina Weinberg-Seplowitz is Director of Admissions at TABC. You can go to their website, of course, get all the information, download their application, etc., etc. And we thank them for uh, being here and, um, and making sure to be represented this morning at uh, JM in the AM. Simcha Liners next, and then we'll have uh, more guests and plenty more from our mobile studio at Sammy's here in Teaneck, New Jersey. You are listening to JM in the AM.
that Simcha liner at JM in the AM. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas are of Zevin, Rabbi and Zechonishmas Esther Basar, Rabbi Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Concerning Tshuva, it says, V'yom hazeh yitar eschem mikol t'mosechem l'ifnei Hashem titaro. On this day, you will have kapara, you'll have atonement from all of your sins. You'll be purified before Hashem. The end of the Pasuk says, Lifnei Hashem titaro, and you will be purified in front of Hashem. The Zerashimshan asked the question, concerning tshuva, we've already learned that we're going to be purified. Why does the Pasuk go out of its way to say a second time, Lifnei Hashem titaro, you will be purified before Hashem. The Zerashimshan says that there are two ways of tshuva. There's tshuva meyira. A person can do tshuva out of fear because they're afraid of the punishment. They fear the punishment and they hurry to do tshuva. That type of tshuva is, of course, a wonderful tshuva, but it's not on the highest level. Because of that, the person has to wait till the special day of Yom Kippur to have their complete kapara, their final atonement. However, the individual that does tshuva me'ahava, they do tshuva because they love Hashem so much that they feel bad, that they have grown distant from Hashem. And because of that, they bring out their great love to do tshuva and get close once more to their Father in Heaven. That tshuva is such a powerful tshuva that the person is forgiven immediately and they don't have to wait for Yom Kippur to come around. That's why it says, Lifnei Hashem Titaru, because the individual does not have to wait for Yom Kippur. They are forgiven immediately. We should all be zoche to do tshuva me'ava, to do tshuva from great love. We should all be zoche that we do tshuva immediately and we don't delay. An individual just came into me on Sunday night. The person told me that they have not been so good this year and they wanted to go into the things that they've done wrong. I told them, it's not important to confess. If you feel better talking about it, we can do it. But the most important thing is do tshuva immediately. Don't wait till tomorrow. Tonight, when you go home, start the tshuva process immediately, and then Hashem will forgive you immediately. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Let's do our Elul chauffeur blowing here at JM in the AM. All right, that's our Elul show for blowing, and it is with great pleasure that I welcome an old friend and uh, somebody who never, ever turns us down. Um, first of all, he'll never turn us down in general, but when we come to New Jersey, he's enthusiastically ready to join us here on the air at JM and the AM. And that's, of course, Rabbi Chaim Hagler, who is the uh, head of school. Is that the proper uh, title? That is. Head of school at Yeshivat Noam. 
which we remember from the very first day of its existence, and now it is, my gosh, how old? How old is Yeshua Noah? Uh, we just started our 19th year. 19 years old. You're, you're almost past your teenage years. That's it. That is it, huh? <laughs> all, all, those, all those teenage growing pains are almost all behind you at Yeshiva Noam. Anyway, it's a pleasure to have you here. And look at the favor we did for you. We always inconvenience you to join us, whether by phone or in person in some location. Here we came to Teaneck, New Jersey, to practically your own backyard. But by the way, I, I, I should be careful how I say this. This is not easy for you because you'd rather be in school right now because the beginning of the school day to you is very important and you believe critical for a principal for a head of school. So, yeah. so you are, in a way going out of your way to be here, so I thank you for that. No, it is a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to be here, and we love the fact when you come to New Jersey. Uh, it was great last year. It was even more convenient last <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, that was you convenient. Came to Yeshiva Noam. One of our greatest shows, and uh, look, you guys know how to host us, and you have an energy in that building that I think you've felt since day one, but that is, that is uh, I, I believe, unmatched anywhere else. There's just a spirit there. Uh, among your teachers and among the students, that's just very welcoming. It's a really hospitable environment. We felt it there. And it was, well, like I say, one of our best school visits ever. And uh, that, was a, that was a significant day, right? Big anniversary celebration. Yes, our 18th anniversary. 18th anniversary. Year. And I would hope that this school year also, that was close to the beginning of the school year. I hope this school year also has gotten off to a good start. School year has gotten off to a wonderful start, specifically that energy that you talked about, that Avira in the building is, is, is there um, happy students, um, teachers that are excited. It's just been a wonderful, wonderful beginning of the year. You know, we used to joke, and I'm sure you'll chuckle at this one, in our camp days, how the first day of camp, people would just acclimate like they, like they never left. You probably have the same thing, where people show up for the new school year, and it doesn't really feel like the first day of school. It just feels like this is where you need to be and where you're supposed to be, and like we never left. At, at around an hour and a half, around 10 o'clock every morning on the first day of school, I go class to class. I go into every single classroom. And it's hard to tell that it's the first day of school. Right. It's incredible. Um, children are already comfortable. Teachers have great welcoming activities to do to, to make sure that everybody gets to know each other, to welcome in the new students. And it's like we're right in the middle of the year. It's interesting. And then they hit the, uh, they hit the fields and the courts uh, you know, for recess, and everyone's already you know, into things and acclimated and ready to roll. And then, of course, everyone knows uh, where to go to for lunch and <laughs> how to handle the rest of the day. It's like they never left, Baruch Hashem. And Yeshiva Noam already is uh, in, in its latest or newest building for how long? How long has it been there? We are on this campus for about 12 or 13 years. So um, people, and the full, fully built campus with both buildings. So people are really used to it at this point. Yeah. And it is one beautiful campus. Rabbi Chaim Hagler is here. We're speaking about the Yeshivat Noam. Um, it's no secret that there are challenges in the world of Jewish education. It is a very interesting era, to say the least. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I'm not even talking about you know, the, the, the different things that we hear about in the news and things like that. Some of those are really serious. But just the basic education of a student competing with the iPhone. And in our community, frankly, the iPhone and technology is, is front and center, you know, basically at this point. Uh, even among some of the younger students, I would bet at this point. And you're competing with the technology and with the iPhone and trying to stay one step ahead and encouraging your teachers to be as up-to-date as possible when sometimes that's almost impossible to do. Does it sometimes feel like you're... You know, fighting a battle that, that 
sometimes feels like it's getting away from you? Yes and no. Um, on the one hand, technology can be used as a tool for education, and we stress that it's a tool, just like when we gave the teachers years ago a chalkboard and then a whiteboard. Technology is another wonderful tool, if used correctly, for teachers to enhance the education of students. And it means a lot of research that we do, having people dedicated to looking into different um, um, apps and different programs, um, teacher training, professional development is a, is a big part of it. So on the one hand, it's very exciting to be able to reach more students more of the time, to differentiate more, and to use the power of technology for that. On the other hand, you're correct. Um, it has a lot of um, negative impacts on children, children that are online all night, that are on social media, that aren't sleeping properly, that aren't eating properly, that are having um, inappropriate social interactions um, because of the constant exposure to the social media. Um, the community got together, myself and five other principals in Bergen County got together ago? over this summer. Yeah. Over this summer we got together and we issued a statement with guidelines on appropriate device usage outside of school in the home that we sent out to the entire community. Um, and it's been incredibly well received by the community. A lot of the Rabunim in the shuls have spoken about it in support of it. Rabunim in other shuls outside of this community have spoken about the initiative that the six heads of schools took over this past summer. You need the parents to buy into that for it to work, right? The response from the parents has been unbelievable. They've turned to us and said, this is what we've been looking for. We've been looking for this guidance from the community leaders. They understood they couldn't do it on their own. You can tell your child to wait to get an iPhone, to get a smartphone. But if every other child has it, right. they're left out socially. Right. So we set a minimum, and we use the word minimum, age of sixth grade. Um, and certainly parents should consider going way beyond sixth grade before giving their child a smartphone. And that was just one of the guidelines that we set. We've talked about not allowing children to have their devices in their rooms, certainly not at night, not to charge in their rooms at night. Do you know how many children go to sleep and are listening for that ping? And then will get up at 2, 3 in the morning to respond to a WhatsApp and are not sleeping properly. Um, so we've spoken to the parents about removing that from their, from their bedrooms at night. And, of course, we've spoken to the parents about modeling that we need to model for our children how we use technology when we shut it down. We're sitting down at the dinner table. Our technology needs to be turned off so that we can focus on, on our children. So it's an initiative that we launched on the first uh, week of school, and it's something that we're going to be continuing throughout the course of this year as a group, all six schools together. Sometimes it's frustrating when a, uh, I don't know, sixth, seventh grader does not have a device that has WhatsApp, and there are WhatsApp groups of their friends. And that could be a very challenging situation because they want to be included, but, you know, their parents are encouraging them not to get a phone yet. So now what does a parent do? You know, do they cave in, if you call it that, because you want your child to be included and to feel like they're included? Or do you wait it out and, you know, see what happens? These, these very, and that's a small little detail in this whole picture uh, of, of what you're describing. Also, you don't want, do you fear... Do you fear that your teachers, or let's say an individual teacher, may not be as proficient when it comes to technology as the kids are? When, when, when a child is in, the, is in the classroom and a teacher gets confused about something that's going on and they step in and say, no, 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 if it, you know, this, is how, this is how the app works, or this is how you reach the menu, or this is how, does that, is that 
is something that, that makes your stomach turn, or you could tolerate that? No, it's th- we could definitely tolerate <laughs> it because um, it's normal. Um, we didn't grow up with the technology. They're growing up with this technology. But we do so much professional development, so much training, that by the time we bring an app or a program into the classroom, the teachers are... They know it well. Know it well. They're very fluent with it and um, very comfortable using it. So we want to make sure that they're comfortable using it. We want to make sure that the tech support is there for them so that it, there are no glitches along the way. Is there ever a time when, uh, unfortunately, a teacher just can't grasp it, that with all the training, it's just, you know, it's because I, I ask this because I have listeners who are frustrated by the fact that we're a digital network, and they, st- you know, and, they, and they tell us they just still can't get this and that. I mean, if you have enough training, it is doable, right? There's no such thing as, as, as having a, a wall or a block where you will never be able to, to hop it, so to speak. Correct. And when you look at the teachers that we have, it's not every single teacher has a smartphone. That's so they're true. all Good using point. technology. No matter how old or young they are, right? Correct. So all of our teachers are using technology in their personal lives. Right. So it's just an extension of that. What does the geography look like in Yeshivat Noam? You're attracting uh, youngsters from how many different neighborhoods in New Jersey? From several different neighborhoods all over Bergen County. Obviously, Teaneck is the largest. Bergenfield, New Milford, um, various sides of Teaneck were growing on, on all ends. Uh, Englewood and Tenafly. Um, probably the area that we're growing the most in right now is in Fairlawn. Hmm. Oh, right. I hear that they're booming over there. And uh, we have a very exciting um, new program this year. We opened up a nursery school in Fairlawn. We merged with the Leia Sokolov Nursery School of Shomri Torah. And it's now the Nitsane Noam. Leia Sokolov Nursery School, and we have 35 children there from uh, babies three months through three years old in our program in Fairlawn. And, the, and there is no program in Yeshiva Noam for that age Correct, group. correct. We so believe, that's we, in Fairlawn. We opened a similar program um, four years ago here in Teaneck and B'nai Yashurim, which has been very, very successful. And it's been still in existence. Full. And this year we opened up a second Nitsane Noam program in Fairlawn. Very smart, I'll tell you. You're, you constantly are growing. Just when people think Yeshiva Noam may have hit its peak, all of a sudden you think of something else to make sure that it expands. Uh, what kind of turnover in staff have you had very, this year? Very small turnover. Uh, majority of our staff members uh, have returned, thank God, which really is a very good thing for us. Yeah, sure. I mean, what's better than the continuity and uh, having the consistency Year to year, no question about that. And how does your eighth grade look this year? Are they uh, an active group? Are they, are they one of those? Uh, I don't want to say rambunctious, but are they, are, are they one of those groups with a personality? Your eighth grade at Yeshiva Noam? So far, they've been a really wonderful eighth grade. They've set a nice tone in our middle school and have uh, enjoyed being the oldest students uh, just this short amount of time, and uh, have began to take on those uh, small uh, leadership roles. And for those who think I'm making all this up, you can attest to the fact that every eighth grade has its own distinct personality, right? Everyone does. Everyone does. And it takes a few months for it to really gel right. and come together. And it develops. And then, of course, May and June roll around. And everybody Hagler's upset that these kids are moving on because you just, you just started to really oh, get to sure. know them in this, in this wonderful fashion as they're making all these decisions for about sure. what to do with the rest of their lives. Eighth grade graduation is a beautiful time, but a very hard time for us. Right. And then, <laughs> say goodbye to them. And then the new year begins, and you're like, where's everybody? Where'd they go? Exactly. Where'd that group go that we used to love to have fun with and all that stuff? Well, I guess that's the way life is. Uh, well, we wish you the best of luck for the uh, 5780 school year. It looks like it's off to a good start, Baruch Hashem. 
And our best everybody at Yeshiva at Noam, 19 years already. I remember the very first day you and how proud we are that we, that look, I mean, that, that, that you've done all of this uh, there is just so incredible and so amazing. You, you are correct that you have been on board since, I'm going to say, before the first day. <laughs> right. We spoke right here on these airwaves in about Yeshiva Noam months before it opened to announce it and to broadcast it to the community. It's, uh, it's been an amazing accomplishment. Look what it's done for so many thousands of families at this point, and you should be very proud of by Hagler. Thank you very much. A pleasure. And Shana Tova to you. Shana and I hope we'll you. see each other again during this year. I certainly hope so. Bezrat Hashem. Even when we don't come to visit you here in Teaneck, New Jersey, we're in our mobile studio at Sammy's. That's right. We're at Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. You are invited to come by and say hi. And take some time like Rabbi Hagler did to come visit us. He's one of the busiest people in Jewish education, but he always finds time for us. And I appreciate that very, very much. Um, meanwhile, we'll go to this selection from uh, Lenny Solomon, and we will continue with more coming up. We're at Sammy's and Teaneck. Come join us, everybody, until 9 o'clock. We are going to be tonight at the Amudim uh, Radiothon. We will speak with um, Tzvi Gluck coming up about the importance of tonight's event. And uh, don't forget, you can uh, go to the uh, Azer Mitzion website right now. Azer Mitzion is sponsoring our month on the road. And you can uh, vote for uh, Team Nachum or Team Miriam by using the promo code Nachum or the promo code Miriam when you purchase golf balls for tonight's ball drop. Go to emgolf.org slash ball drop. That's emgolf.org slash ball drop. Yes. I actually have an update on that. And the update is? That promo code Nachum is not working. At all? <laughs> That's what a listener posted on the app. So you've sabotaged it. I have not. I think, that, I think that Ryan is showing his, his cards a little bit. He, he somehow or another made it that only mine works. Interesting. I also I did let him, know, I let him know that it's not working so that you know, we can be on even playing fields. But I do have someone literally standing over my shoulder who's using my promo code now. Ah, well, I'm going to ask her. Because we go way back. Yes. Much further than, two, oh, sure. than the two oh, of you. Sure. Oh, sure. I'm going to ask her to please use the promo code Nachum or at least wait. Well, it doesn't work. Well, what is she supposed to do? She'll have to wait. Maybe, maybe Ferdin can help She'll have that. to wait until it does work. More coming up at JM in the AM.
Simcha Liner from the Live in Odessa album. Thank you very much. Shalom, Odessa! Uh, before that, Lenny Solomon and company here at um, JM in the AM. We're live in Teaneck. A big thank you to Yussi and everybody at Sammy's. A big thank you to Carol, who's been extremely helpful. Yoni told us that this is one of the uh, easiest... Uh, site visits and the uh, subsequent setups uh, of any mobile studio that he has set up because of Carol's help and the amazing staff here at Sammy. So thank you very, very much to everybody here. And uh, we're going to be joined in a moment by somebody who can tell you a little bit about the history of Teaneck, New Jersey. Somebody who remembers Teaneck before there was a Sammy's. Somebody who remembers Teaneck before there was any kosher food available. Somebody who remembers Teaneck when it was only farmland. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> What's so funny? You don't like that line? I thought that was hilarious. I mean, it's not the <laughs> desert. You make it sound like it's a bastion of nothing. No, but about 10 years ago, it was all farms. About 10 years ago, it was like silos and, Listen, and, and milking stations. I know stations. you grew up in Orange, New Jersey. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're the actual historian about all of New Jersey. I'm telling you, just a few short years ago, yeah. you, could, you, could, you could throw a stone in this area. You'd hit nothing. That I mean, and the five towns. I'm nothing for 10 years. So we will explore all that with our special guest. Don't forget that we're brought to you all month long by Acer Mitzion as we do our on-the-road programming. You can go right now to emgolf.org, emgolf.org slash ball drop and uh, purchase um, 
uh, golf balls that will be used later today in the big ball drop at their golf tournament. And the three closest balls to the hole will win the split the pot or split the split the pot prize. Uh, right now, if you go to that website and use the promo code Nahum, you will be handsomely awarded. With nothing because it's not working. But if you use promo code Miriam, you can get 10% off your purchase. Is it 10 or 15? It's 10, right? It's 10. And uh, do that by going now to emgolf.org slash ball drop, emgolf.org slash ball drop. Thank you, Carol, for all your help. Thank you very, very much. Carol likes it when I'm behind the counter you have pulling an amaz- coffee. You have, you have an amazing staff, amazing enough that we're going to keep our staff over here. That's how amazing you Yoni is staying with you the whole day. You should. You want to keep Yoni? Feel free. All right. We'll consider a trade. Yoni, Yoni for a bag of bagels. We'll, right, we'll, by the way. We'll consider that trade. I don't even need the everything bagels. I'll take the ones after 5 o'clock. Just take Yoni. It's totally fine. Uh, it looks, funny. by the way, like uh, TABC members are joining, are uh, flooding the area. Any, any that look like me? Um, no. I don't see anybody here. Is it possible? Well, I'm, I'm hoping that there are some of my family members who will well, be. I have an idea. You hope that your family members show up, and I'll hope that my family members show up. How do you like that? Well, that'll I know be, that my family members go where there's food. Ah, okay. Well, It's not about me. Yeah, I want to make that seagulls very Seagulls have clear. never been known to do that. No, I want to make th- It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored Digital radio, around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app, yes. I do want to let you know that I did alert Ryan Hyman yeah. that there is trouble with your promo code. Good, and I'm sure he's fixing it. I'm sure he will fix it. I didn't even encourage him not to fix it. But you said fix it tomorrow. That's probably. I didn't say anything. I just let him know. I didn't have to let him know. He knew already? No, I'm saying oh, I didn't have, have to let him know, period. That's true. That's right. But so you're, a good you're welcome. Sport. You're a good sport. You want this to be an even playing field. Right. I'm going to win. I just want to well, win. Well, now right. it's obvious that you're going to win, and it's Correct. obvious that the reason is because mine is broken. So. And because my sister-in-law, Shari, who stopped by here, because she loves Purchased me. 100 golf that balls. That is correct. <laughs> Everything that she is making for the month is now going into her Azorazion <laughs> donation. Dr. Shari, man, I mean, at least you could have purchased 50 under my name and 50 under her name. No. But now that you've completely uh, caused a lopsided victory, I don't know what to say. If she wasn't already my favorite person, she certainly is now. That I'm sure. Yes. All right, we have a very. You want to introduce our special guest? Here? I, so, I I certainly do, but I also want to switch seats. At one time, uh, he was the actual mayor. I think more than one time, he was the actual mayor of Teaneck, New Jersey. Am I right? It was more than once, or? Uh, yep, it was more than once. How many times were you the mayor of uh, of Teaneck, New Jersey? Twice. He was twice the mayor of Teaneck, New Jersey. Even Bill de Blasio has only been mayor once in New York. And now he's deputy mayor of Teaneck, New Jersey. The mayor of Teaneck, New Jersey, who we were hoping would join us. Um, who good we friend of mine, Mohammed Hamadudin. Right, Mohammed uh, Hamadudin, who's a good friend of yours. and also good. Did he tell you where he saw me most recently or not? No, he didn't mention that. He didn't tell you? No, and I went to his house this Shabbos, actually. After shul, I stopped by his house to make sure he's awake. Here's what happened. You ready for a quick story? Yeah. Then I'll introduce you after the quick story. Because we're going to Facebook Live. I want to do the introduction on Facebook Live. Sounds good. I'm at a New York Yankee game. And I am uh, I am uh, in one of those, uh, I think they call it the Jim Beam Suites, one of the Delta Suites, one of those suite areas. Where it's not really a suite, but you have access to, you know, some free food and stuff like that. Sounds you good. Yeah, they make believe like it's a, you know. I was at a Mets game two days ago. I didn't see any of those suites where I was <laughs> in the $9 seats. So I'm roaming around seeing, you know, what free drinks and food I could find. 
And all of a sudden, someone stops me with his son. Guess who it was? The Our mayor, mayor of Teaneck, New Jersey. Wow. Mohammed Hamadudin. Did you take him to your suite? No. Well, again, we weren't really in a suite. Uh, like, it's, it's sort of did hard you to take describe. Him to the non-suite with lots of food <laughs> place. <laughs> no. He. I. I think. I think he. Uh, I, first, of all, I was flattered that he actually recognized me and knew who I was. Said hello, gave me a big smile, and basically indicated that he's spending this day with his kid, and you know. And, you know, it, it's nice to see you, Nahum, but, you know, you're not my focus today. You know what I'm trying to say? I, I hear you. Anyway. Well, that's why he was not able to make it today. He does want to see you, and he wants to hang out with the NSN crew. Yeah. But, but uh, he is busy with his kids this morning. So his children get priority, you're saying? That's what he told me. Ladies and gentlemen, I invite you to go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Let me say it one more time. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. In that frame... On Facebook, you will see both myself, Nahum Siegel, and Ellie Y. Katz. Ellie Y. Katz, who at one time was the mayor of Teaneck, New Jersey, and now serves as deputy mayor here. Yes. And I'm told that you have have the full authority, Yes. uh, based on the fact that you were mayor and you represent the entire city, obviously, as deputy mayor. I'm told you have full authority to actually welcome us here to Teaneck and proclaim this Nahum Siegel Network Day this in Teaneck, New Jersey, NSN I'm told. Day. Not Woo! only that, but I Woo! have the authority to name a bagel after you for today. <laughs> we've got the NSN bagel. So if you're out there and you're listening, come to Sammy's Bagel and try that NSN bagel. It's the most delicious bagel that they have. Could you at least tell us what's in the NSN or on the NSN bagel? Yeah, the NSN bagel is... Uh, sesame seeds and yeah. poppy seeds and a little salt. Oh, it's sort of like an everything bagel. It's the everything bagel. Because we've got everything. We're, we've, we sort at, of like, at we're the NSN network, you've got everything. All right, so uh, would someone bring us one of those NSN bagels, please, uh, please, if you don't mind, so we can check it out and show it to everybody who's watching on Facebook as our studio gets darker and darker back here. Did you notice that, by the way? Well, welcome to Teaneck, well, where, where the sun is a lot lighter and sunnier here, and the clouds are just a couple notches fluffier here in Teaneck. Is that how it works? Teaneck. What was it like 10 years ago when it was all farmland? What was it like uh, back then when, when, you could throw a, when you could throw a rock 100 miles in this area and hit nothing? What was it like back then, Ellie Wycats? So I'll tell you, I was born, raised, a little educated all here in Teaneck, and uh, when I used to walk uh, in the streets on Shabbos, I honestly recognized everybody. Uh, today, I can't say that I recognize everybody, but uh, we've got an amazing community, and uh, it is growing. We've got phenomenal restaurants. We have uh, this great place, Sammy's, right over here, and uh, I don't have to tell you, you got a lot of wonderful places here on Queen Anne, on West Englewood Avenue, on Cedar Lane, Teaneck Road. Um, we've got uh, great shops. Um, all the f- great schools now here in Teaneck are, are opening up. Torah Academy just around the corner. You got a handful of boys in the other room. It's, it's it's growing this town. And how many years have I been begging you to move to Teaneck? By the way, just out of curiosity, you've been making that suggestion for a long time. A long time. It's hard for me to shake my affection for the island of Manhattan, as you know. Trust me, I know. I've been to your house. I fully understand. It's, there's nothing like walking in the hallways on a Thursday or Friday. In your in your building and smelling the most delicious <laughs> smells because it's it's really a was it a cornucopia is that what, that the word of all these different smells from all these different places yeah a lot of Shabbos cooking and a lot of cultural cooking going on uh, when you live where I do but here you here we are in Teaneck New Jersey as we say way beyond the farmland that it used to be in this incredible metropolis and yep. what what is it that 
Why is it that certain Jewish neighborhoods, and I could name them, frankly, certain Jewish neighborhoods never were able to maintain a Jewish food presence? But Teaneck, New Jersey, if you stand in the center of West Englewood Avenue, here's my, this is what I always say, you'll tell me if I'm right or wrong. If you stand in the center of West Englewood Avenue, you are a five-minute walk from 18 kosher food establishments. Does that sound correct that, to you? That's probably understating it, but you're absolutely right. 20? We'll say 20 and, kosher and food And growing. We have a smokehouse coming Why? Why Avenue. has this neighborhood been able to sustain a kosher food industry when the majority of large Jewish neighborhoods, especially till they get to a certain tipping point, were never able to do it? I'll tell you the honest and biased answer, and that is because Teaneck is a phenomenal place to raise your family, to live it's 12 minutes away from the George Washington Bridge. If you like parks, we've got 25 of them. If you like uh, pools, we've got several community pools. There are 25 parks in Teaneck? 25 parks in Teaneck of all different sizes and flavors, including an all-inclusive handicap-accessible park and a splash pad. We have one of those splash parks, you know, where the water comes flying down. Yeah, yeah we have it. We So we have... Baseball games for all different ages. You have a recreation center that has kids from two years old to a hundred years old um, occupying that building. Over a thousand seniors use our programs at these recreation center. We've got the busiest library. I, mean, I know that a lot of people don't know what that is these days. It's those things where you actually go and take out books. Um, got one of the busiest library. We have an all-volunteer ambulance corps, the busiest all-volunteer ambulance corps, which I actually just took CPR two days ago with my two kids there. Um, and uh, we've got an amazing police department. Uh, we have a paid fire department, which in Bergen County, New Jersey, there's only four towns that have a paid fire department. So when you pick up that phone, you'll hear sirens before you even hang up the phone. So there's so many great reasons why you move to Teaneck, and everyone has their own reason. Um, and that's why we're able to support and sustain these f great restaurants. The the geography is beneficial because you're so close to so many other neighborhoods, and there's so many communities who use this area to travel through very often. That also helps support the whole restaurant industry that you correct, have here. Correct, correct. And we're big on green. You know, I spend my summers upstate, and I'm upstate with a lot of people that don't have grass during the year. And I asked them, I said, why are you here? Like, why are you taking – well, we don't have grass. We don't have this – and you know what? Teaneck has got lots of grass, lots of green, lots of trees. We're Tree City USA for many, many years. So the air is nice and, and better here in Teaneck. There's a lot of great reasons. What's the latest on West Englewood Avenue? We don't, we're not oh. singling out uh, restaurants here today, but, but, give me, but we should be fair at least to the latest developments there. What so are the latest? First of all, Chickie's just opened up a re-grand opening after many, many years. The new owners... Really uh, great people. They actually have a Chickies in Great Adventure, and they opened up there, and there's a new Chickies opening up. I'm not allowed to say yet because it's still secret, secret, secret. In the but state of New Jersey? Yeah, let's just say there's a big mall that's opening up somewhere here in the state of New Jersey, very close by, and rumor has it that they may have a location there, but I can't say, so I'm keeping it under wraps. You know, I'm not going to reveal uh, you have a Hamisha place opening up soon. For so many years, honestly, I've been trying to get a Shabbos takeout to come to West Englewood Avenue. I went to Meal Mart. I went to Nussie's. I went to anyone who would consider opening up a Shabbos takeout. And finally, after 20-something years of asking, trying, begging, pleading, 
There's Hamish's opening up on West Englewood Avenue, and that's going to be right next door to Dougie's, which is a great place to go as well. And on the other side of Dougie's is a smokehouse is opening up called Sender's Smokehouse. Uh, that's going to have the ribs. They have a giant smoke, a smoke a smoker. It's literally 1,800 pounds of smoker. I know because I was there when they were bringing it in. It took seven people to bring it in. And they had to reinforce the floor. The wow. Sender Smokehouse. Wow. So that's going to be a place where <laughs> you and I could sneak into the <laughs> VIP room and get some ribs <laughs> and some brisket and all the other delicious stuff. Um, the Candy Place, they just revamped themselves as well on West Englewood Avenue. Chopsticks just did an entire facelift. 24 years in business. Chopsticks just spent a nice chunk of change and did a beautiful facelift. Um, They've done, you know, other touch-ups over the years, and I know because I have a, uh, I'm one of the owners of that business, but uh, they've done some touch-ups and they've done the wallpapers, but now they completely redid the entire lobby. People have been calling me asking me, do I still own it? <laughs> How does that make you feel? <laughs> Looks too I'm good like, for you to I own know, it. I know, like, wait, you don't think that I have the ability to do something that nice? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Now, the Judaica store on West Englewood Avenue was there how long? He's there now probably about five, six years. Is it Weinreb, that long? yes. No, I didn't I know, know the that. father, Steve Weinreb, really good guy as well. He has several of these places. His son runs this one, and uh, it's, they got beautiful stuff. They Amazing. Got, uh, great gifts. And everything that you just described to us is on one block. One. We're not even talking we about all the other areas. We didn't touch upon all the stuff on the block. We didn't talk about Rabika's got an amazing dairy restaurant there. Sushi Mitsuyan, who expanded their space and now double the space. You got Sushi Mitsuyan. You got um, a, a nail salon, which is, a, a, you know, you got to talk about the nails, right? I mean, after all this food, you got to make sure those nails are good. VIP or, or a nail salon there is a nice, clean place. They... They just redid their place. We got a kosher wine store on West Englewood Avenue. Which is the last one in the block? Poppy's Bagels. You got uh, and and pizza. You got uh, which maybe I should mention. While Isn't here. the last one on the block? Uh, Yala. Right, that's the one. Shawarma. Right. And yeah, I went there the other day as well. I go to a lot of these places. Very nice. I'm sure, you, you could tell. I didn't. Support- I didn't think we were going to be on Facebook Live. I, <laughs> I, you know, I have that face for radio. I didn't realize that we're going to be. Well, uh, you're, you're you're sort of being inaccurate because you do plenty of Facebook Live yourself. So you know, I do. I do. And, and you want to know who know? Want to know who taught me that? The mayor taught me how to do Facebook Live. I'm not joking. Mayor Muhammad. This is the story. It was about two and a half years ago. I was getting emails that there was a storm. Trees were coming down. And people were saying, oh, I, my lights are out, my lights are out, my lights are out. And people are emailing me right and left. All of a sudden, I get a phone call, nine something at night. I was in pajamas in bed answering all these emails. And he said, what are you doing, Ali? I said, I'm in pajamas in bed. He said, come out. Let's go assess the damage. I said, Mayor, I love you. But and I didn't say I love you because I don't use the L word so easily. But I did <laughs> say, I like you a lot. Great guy, great mayor, good friend. I'm not coming out of bed and going into a storm. I said, no, no, come on, let's do it, let's do it. So after three or four asks, I did it. I got into the car with him, started driving around. Lights are out, trees are down. Anyways, people are, are trying to get in touch with PSCNG, which is our local utility, right. which provides us the electricity. No responses. People are sending me emails. I left messages. So we're driving up Cedar Lane, and I saw a PSCNG truck on the side of, the, of Cedar Lane. So I said, pull over. I got, walked over to the truck. 
I said, where are you going next? I introduced myself. I said, where are you going next? This is an honest, true story and was captured on Facebook Live. He said, oh, I'm waiting for the calls to come in. I said, you're waiting for the calls to come in. I've got emails of uh, over an hour worth of emails of people that don't have electricity. I said, would you mind? Can we go to a couple of the streets? He goes, sure, I'll follow you. This was all captured on Facebook Live. The mayor taught me how to do it on the spot. And the guy was following us around block by block by block. We were dragging this poor PSENG guy who probably got fired the next day. And I do <laughs> apologize. I don't say that because he did such a great job for Teaneck. And he helped fix these lights and those wires. But that's the bureaucracy of the system that we know about it because we're the elected right. officials and we get the emails. But they don't know about it. So he, the, you know, we literally dragged this guy with his truck around town and it's all available on my facebook if you can figure out how to scroll back that far <laughs> all right but, so, yeah so kudos to mark zuckerberg at facebook.com kudos yeah he helped <laughs> he helped the residents of teaneck that day That's absolutely sure. and, and kudos to the mayor but people he now the mayor doesn't want to admit it because once he started to teach me how to do facebook i haven't stopped <laughs> and i facebook live everything now oh look at me i'm eating a bagel ellie white cats <laughs> yeah, so people are not happy with him uh, as long as it's an NSN bagel, it's fine. It's an NSN bagel, the best bagel here at Sammy's Bagels. Um, what are the plans for the new year? It's a new season, right? Summer's over. It's a new season. For us, obviously, the new year begins. Anything that we should be looking out for here in Teaneck, New Jersey? In Teaneck? Well, first of all, for those living here in Teaneck, we delivered a the, the city council, and I always want to make it clear that I wear a few hats, and I'm speaking now as a councilman, but the township of Teaneck delivered five years in a row a zero percent increase on the municipal side of the taxes thank god didn't affect any services help pave streets etc five years in a row so that's a real positive if those of you who are living in teaneck can can be proud of that your tax bill on the municipal side is stressed because you know the tax bill is made up of three portions here in new jersey it's municipal it's county and it's board of education for the teaneck on the municipal side Zero percent, five years in a row. That's great. That's wonderful news. That's great, and news. that'll help a lot of people. Great news they, for the pocket, and yeah, you know, exactly. no question about it. And uh, the only other thing left to say is that it, uh, if people are looking for a wonderful place to live with great Jewish schools and incredible community, wonderful synagogues, etc., this is a, a a very viable option that they should be checking. We've out. got a few houses still available, and they should come and call one of our local realtors and take a look at Teaneck. Discover Teaneck. It'll be a discovery, people. And then make sure once they discover Teaneck, they come to Sammy's Bagels and ask for the NSN bagel. Phenomenal. Thank you, Ellie Wycats. Thank you, Nachum, for having me. But more importantly, thank you to your entire team for picking Teaneck to come and do the broadcast this morning. That's right. Teaneck, New Jersey, everybody. Thanks to those watching at Facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. We're going to continue with plenty more. Remember, we're brought to you by Azer Mitzion all month long as we broadcast from the road all through the month of September. Go to the uh, Azer Mitzion website and participate in the big ball golf, the golf ball drop at emgolf.org, emgolf.org slash ball drop. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.
Shall not but hold will walk your awesome ways Kimiki may I long just like the olden days Just like the olden days No one can stop us now We're gonna bring it home Amata Zishi no silence No one can stop us now We're gonna bring it home Amata Zishi no silence Mercy, mercy, mercy Berachamim Mercy, mercy That's eighth day, of course, here at JM in the AM. We are here at um, Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. And we are um, uh, broadcasting during this month of broadcasts with Azer Mitzion. And tonight, we are going to embark on a very, very special project. Uh, many of you already are aware of the fact that Tzvi Gluck and the Amudim organization have planned a very, very, very big international Tuesday night. One where we're going to be asking people to be as generous as possible to keep Amudim going. If you're not familiar with Amudim, and it would be hard to believe at this point that there are people in our community who are not familiar, but if you're not familiar with Amudim, make sure to be tuned in tonight. It's going to be on dozens of websites, uh, on streams everywhere, through social media, and through your email today. There's no doubt you'll be reminded about, about Amudim's uh, radiothon, telethon, callathon. It's going to be happening tonight. We'll be there starting at 6 p.m until 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, a privilege to be hosting 
tonight's proceedings. Tzvi Gluck, the uh, founder of Amudim, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, welcome, and thank you for all your help, as always. A pleasure. First of all, I want to make it clear and make sure that I gave the correct information. There are dozens dozens of websites and streams that are going to have tonight's program available. If people pay careful attention to their own social media and email, it will be almost impossible uh, not to be aware of how to uh, tune into the Amudim program tonight, correct? That is correct, and they can also go to pillartopillar.com. It will be streamed on the homepage as well for the fundraiser. Pillar to Pillar, that's number two. Pillar to Pillar.com will get you uh, to tonight's program. Um, why is it important? And I know that you've already started the fundraising effort, Baruch Hashem, and I'm sure it's doing well already. Why is it important for people to support uh, tonight's Amudim event? Once a year, we focus on raising money for the operation to be able to continue to save thousands of lives. This year alone, we have helped 1,939 people in crisis compared to last year, which was about 1,247 at this time year to date. That's a 50.9% increase in people reaching out for help. Now, I want to make it clear. That doesn't mean more people have problems. It means, Baruch Hashem, more people are feeling comfortable to call for help. But we need to be able to be there to help them. Uh, Amudim has been there and has not only been there in our area, meaning New York and New Jersey, but has been there nationally in hundreds of cities around the United States, internationally between Israel and many other countries as well. I don't think you, Tzvi Gluck, ever thought this would become an international effort when you started. But basically, people are in such difficult circumstances, they often have nowhere to turn, and they turn to Amudim. Uh, would you agree that this is an unexpected uh, development, that now you are a worldwide entity? Um, not only do I agree, but if somebody would have told me five years ago that this is where we would be today, <clears throat> I would have laughed at them. As a matter of fact, right before Mendy Klein, all of us all with Mr., who was my partner starting on with him, the last board meeting we had, we were talking about the growth, and Mendy said, I'm not going to be happy until every single community has access to Amudim everywhere. And servicing clients now in 22 countries in the world and 147 cities in the United States alone is unbelievable. It is an amazing accomplishment, and it's a real testament to the amazing staff that gives their lives day and night to help anyone who calls. Tzvi Gluck is with us live via telephone Tuesday, JM in the AM. Tonight we're going to meet performers who are donating their services to Amudim. Tonight we're going to meet the rabbis, community leaders, government officials, people who understand how important a role Amudim plays. But tonight we're also going to meet people who have been saved by the Amudim staff. Those encounters, I would assume, are going to get very emotional and are going to be very direct. It's going to be hard for people not to support the organization when they hear what those people have to say. Absolutely, and that's why we do this. And as I told you before, even while we're focusing our efforts on fundraising, we also are focusing on awareness so that people that do tune in and watch the live stream 
will feel comfortable to then reach out and ask for help because that's what we're here for. No question about it. No question about it. Tonight will be uh, an opportunity to really give a direct uh, di- direct information to people about what Amudim does on a regular basis. And in addition to that, it will give everyone an opportunity to find out just how much how much Amudim can do to help them if they are in a difficult circumstance. The website you need to know is Pillar2Pillar.com. Pillar2Pillar.com. That is the main website where it's all going to be streaming this evening. In addition to that, we are expecting, because of the cooperation that Amudim has from the worldwide community, we are expecting that their efforts tonight are going to be um, sent around the world on websites and streams by the dozens, and that people, if you pay careful attention to your email and to your social media today, there's no doubt you will be, it'll be impossible uh, not to, um, uh, not to, tum- not to uh, stumble upon the, um, the Amudim Radiothon that's going to be happening tonight. So join us, Pillar2Pillar.com, Pillar2Pillar.com, beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Stay with us the entire time. Hear some really fascinating stories and support Amudim to whatever degree you can. Tzvi, I am right that uh, every donation is quadruple tonight, correct? That is correct. Our generous matching base is uh, really stepped up to the plate. And every dollar that someone donates will equivalent will equate to four dollars coming into them. So give what you can. It'll all be quadrupled, and boy, will it be uh, helpful in uh, in helping Amudim to move forward and continuing to help people in our community. Tzvi Glock, anything else you'd like to add? I just want to say, as I end every conversation we have, my chilo is for the day that Amudim can close our doors for no longer having a meet. Amen to that. Until that day comes, we urge everybody to support us so we can keep being the pillars for those who cannot do it for themselves. Good luck tonight, Svi. We anticipate an amazing response from the worldwide community, and we look forward to being there with you this evening. Thank you very much, Tiskalimitzmas. We'll see you in a couple hours. Pillar2Pillar.com. Pillar2Pillar.com. That's where you can get information about everything having to do with Amudim. And, of course, that's where you want to make sure to uh, tune in tonight, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, to an important radiothon, an important uh, fundraising effort uh, to make sure and support the work of Amudim. More coming up. It's JM in the AM from Teaneck, New Jersey, where it's Sammy's in Teaneck. Come join us, everybody. As we broadcast on the road, courtesy of our friends from Azer Mitzion, this is JM in the AM.
on a uh, Tuesday morning. It's election day in Israel. Anybody realize that? Today is election day in Israel. There's going to be a, uh, well, I don't know if there'll be a new prime minister, but there'll be, there'll be a lot of jockeying for position going on once election day ends later today in Israel. We're here in Teaneck, and it would not be a visit to Teaneck without a discussion with Rabbi Ezra Weiner, who is the principal of Judaic Studies and Israel Guidance Counselor at TABC, the Torah Academy of Bergen County. And as I always say, Rabbi Wiener and I know each other much longer than either of us cares to admit. Rabbi Wiener, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Nice to be here. So here is, uh, here's the discussion that happened a moment ago with myself and my staff member, Yoni Pollock. I said to him, I said, uh, it's uh, surprising to me that... Um, TABC freshman Gavriel Siegel has not yet visited me this morning here at Sammy's. And Yoni said, well, you know what may have happened to TABC? And I said, what? He goes, well, it's very possible that they have inspired him to the point that he's spending a lot of extra time davening, that his tefillos are now including the animamins maybe, or the sheish schiros, and, you know, and, and Shachar just keeps going and going and going. Is it possible that in just a, a couple of weeks a student could be inspired to that point, Rabbi Wiener? They would be spiritually inspired to that point where they would be this late to the JM and the AM show? It's quite possible. <laughs> he could be saying slichos with this uh, Edot HaMizrach. His Sephardic friends. <laughs> that would be very sympathetic with his Sephardic friends if he, in fact, started Slichos early. Uh, anyway, I hope things have uh, started. I know that for him, the school year has gotten off to a really good start. I hope for all the other students at TABC it's gotten off to a good start. There's great energy, Baruch great Hashem. energy in the building. Uh, the teachers, the Rebbeim, are, are really excited. 
The boys are happy. We have a Shabbaton this coming Shabbos. We heard about for, that. For uh, three of the grades, the freshmen will have their Shabbaton in the, in the near future. Right. And, uh, and there's just a lot of excitement. Uh, principle of Judaic studies. That is a, a tough task. Uh, there's a lot to supervise. There are a lot of people that, uh, that are under your umbrella, so to speak, both teachers and students. Are there, is there a lot of uh, a movement at the beginning of the year? Are students wondering if this is the class they belong in and they're having difficulty possibly adjusting and are consulting with you constantly on these issues? On a regular basis, students and parents and Rebeim. But uh, <laughs> Just those three categories you have to deal with, huh? But uh, it, it's important to find the right place. And right. to find the right place too late means that uh, the boys miss out. On, uh, on sugyas every day, there's a lot that's being learned. And if they fall behind, so I feel I take responsibility for the fact that we didn't make the move uh, earlier on. It's right. obviously more challenging with the freshmen, but most of the uh, upperclassmen are in the right place. We spend a lot of time at the end of the year trying to find, going through every student, trying to find the right place, the right rebbe, the right fit, the right style. Well, I could, I could say as a parent, I know that you and your staff take that very seriously. Rabbi Ezra Wiener is here. Are you happy with the Judaic Studies faculty? Thrilled. I always say that I am humbled by, uh, by the talent, by the energy, just the, the knowledge, the sheer knowledge, and uh, and really and, and diversity of the rebbeim that we have, teaching all uh, multiple levels, different uh, different topics, and uh, and and I think the students appreciate the fact that we try to create an environment almost like a pre-Israel right. environment where they have uh, they have a choice to find the right rebbe, the right fit for them. I'm glad you mentioned that. One of the things that always impressed me as a parent. And when you think of pre-Israel, is all the extra Torah study that you offer. Uh, a young man can sit in TABC till very late at night in the main school building. It's not like they're displaced because, you know, it's after hours in the main building and really accomplish a great deal. I know that other programs, whether it's Sunday or Ben Azmanim or El or whatever it is, is are always being offered. And that gives everyone the, the feeling that, you know what? Torah study is not only for the classroom. If you want to incorporate it into other parts of your life, you can do that as well. That's for sure. I give a share on Sunday morning. I actually just sent an email the other Sunday day. morning outrageous, uh, Rabbi Wiener. Who would go on a Sunday morning? Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, and, the boy, and the boys are awake. <laughs> One of the boys uh, was mechadish, something beautiful. I sent an email to the parents just, uh, just yesterday. Really, uh, really remarkable. The boys who stay later after school, right. there are many, That's a many big boys crowd. who do that. So if my son brings up the Sunday morning thing, you're telling me don't react the way I just reacted, but instead I should encourage him, you're saying. Sunday is not a day off from learning. <laughs> so I should encourage him Absolutely. to come to teenage. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to heed your words and take them very seriously. And as Israel guidance counselor, is there anything to do in the month of September, Rabbi Wiener? Believe it or not, uh, it's, it's already busy. We are making schedules to have the... the the various yeshivot visit, they usually come the end of October or beginning of November. Right. And uh, many of them are reaching out, and I say, those dates are already booked. Find, find another one. But, uh, but we're getting ready. We're starting, just had a meeting with several of the seniors yesterday, getting them ready uh, to think about not only, not only next year, but what they need to do this year to prepare themselves. I often tell them 
that their success in Israel during that year has a lot to do with what the changes they begin to make in their senior year. You know what your problem is? Your problem is that all these Israeli yeshivas, they want TABC boys. That's the problem, Rabbi Wiener. They're all banging down your door to have TABC students come to them next September. It's a good problem. It is we a good like problem, to have. problem. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, let me introduce Mr. Hanan Strassman, another person who uh, he and I know each other much longer than either of us would care to admit. Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, he's a guidance counselor. That uh, I am. A guidance counselor at TABC here in Teaneck, New Jersey. How are you? Baruch Hashem, I'm doing very well. And how is the beginning of the school year from your perspective? We are rocking it. <laughs> Which means what in academic terms? <laughs> in academic terms, uh, everyone's going where they should be going and doing what they should be doing, and we're keeping them on track. Guidance counselor is a position that when I was in high school was very limited in its scope. Uh, it didn't really have much, it, 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 it didn't include much more than basic common sense, frankly. And I think it's become a lot more of a complicated area. Wouldn't you say that these days, when it comes to guidance, there is real true guidance that people like yourself are giving? I would agree. Um, a lot of the guys come in there looking to talk about whatever you can imagine is going through the mind of a high school boy. Um, and I tell them that I'm here to offer uh, an adult perspective. I'm, I'm not your parent. I'm not your friend. I am an adult, and I'm here to help you. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, with Rabbi Wiener and uh, Mr. Hanan Strassman is a gentleman named Ben Englander of White Plains, New York. How are you, sir? I'm good. Uh, do we have a microphone for Mr. Englander? How are you, sir? I'm good. And what grade are you in? I'm a senior. A senior here at TABC. This is, this is one of the guys that's been through the mill. Yeah. He has survived his first three years of high school, and now he's ready to thrive and enjoy his senior year. Has, in fact, the senior year gotten off to a fun start? Yeah, it's good right now. I mean, after all, Rabbi Wiener reminds us all the time, senior year is supposed to be fun, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whose shear are you in, by the way? I'm in Rabbi Kessel's shear. How's that going? It's very good. I hear amazing things about Rabbi Kessel, yes. by the way. Rabbi Wiener, you should follow that away. I've heard amazing things about Rabbi Kessel. He is amazing. Uh, and um, and w so what's the story? I mean, is it, it's senior year. A lot of people may say, come on, are you going to take a year like your senior year seriously? It seems that the students at TABC, in fact, do take the senior year seriously, Mr. Englander. Yeah, right now, just got to get into college right now. And right. after that, we'll see if anything changes. But right now, it's just the same thing I've been doing for the last three years. That's the priority. You're yeah. focused on that. Yep. It's get to college. Get, I assume get to Israel, right? Yes, Do yes. you have a preference yet for Israel? You haven't... Uh, uh, no idea yet. Are there choices out there? Or you're, it's literally an open, open field for Every, you? Everything's open. You're going to wait till everybody Wiener sits down with you and says, Ben... Yeah, this is what I recommend. Probably. Are you always recommending one place, or you might recommend two or three no, to a student? usually three. Oh, usually really? Three. And then you give a choice to the students. The students to make the choice themselves. Very good. Okay. And you, uh, Mr. Strassman, are you working with these college uh, guidance counselors, or are you part of the college guidance? Actually, department? we have a robust college guidance department. Uh, big shout-out to Dr. Katz and uh, my angler, uh, Dr. Prager. Um, I do more of the student guidance uh, no, that, that I get, but I mean, you know, there, there are active people ready to guide Ben and others to the proper college, hopefully one of their choice, right? Absolutely. All right, very good. So, Ben, are you all set? This yeah. Sounds like you're raring to go. Yep. You know, you're one of those enthusiastic seniors yes. who represents the school well. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm just trying. Oh, we have to give some shout-outs here because Ben has some... Um, Ben has some colleagues who are here today. Ari Needle of Passaic, New Jersey. That's Ari. And Sam Weinberg of Teaneck, New Jersey, is here visiting us as well. A Masora Weinberg? A Masora. 
Hey, Missouri counselor. Did you have a good bunk this year? Yeah, teens or regular? Because oh, you had Nietzsche's. Because I heard the teens division had an amazing, uh, amazing division head, from what I'm told. All right, Rabbi Weeder, I'm wishing you the best, happiest, and healthiest New Year. Thank you. May Thank five you. seven eight zero be a tremendous year for TABC. Thank you, Mr. Strassman. I wish you a happy, healthy, wonderful year ahead. Amen. Thank you. And send our best to everybody at TABC. Will and do. Ben Englander. On behalf of all the students of TABC, please accept our wishes for a happy and healthy, sweet New Year. I will. Thank, Thank you. you very much. There they are, our representatives from TABC. An exciting school. Did you hear how excited they were? Did you hear how excited Ben Englander was to be on the air? Woo! My gosh. Poor <laughs> That was great. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a publication that... Um, on a regular basis, documents the progress of the Teaneck Jewish community and others, meaning other communities as well. But it's based here in Teaneck, New Jersey. It was founded here in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's called the Jewish Link of New Jersey. If it's not called that, then we'll find out what the official name is in a moment. <laughs> I know it's Jewish Link, but it was it Jersey or Bergen County. We'll find out all that stuff <laughs> in a minute. Uh, in order to speak about the uh, Jewish Link, we have invited two people to uh, enjoy their early morning hours with us on a Tuesday, which is impossible in the newspaper industry to sacrifice 10 minutes on a Tuesday. They have to go to print soon. they got to put the paper to bed. I mean, come on. <laughs> Moshe Kindelera and Elizabeth Kratz are both here, and uh, we say welcome to both of you from all of us here at JM and the AM. Nachum, it's good to Hi. be here. This is actually a dream come true for a me. A dream? Do you know why it's a dream come true for me? Because you have 10 minutes off on a Tuesday? <laughs> no, actually, first of all, just to correct you, our oh, yeah. deadline for us is Wednesday. So it's Wednesday afternoon. Yes. Okay, having said that, because it's preemptive issues, these yeah. are also pretty, these are tough days also. But the dream come true for us is the fact that we are, it's the first time you've come to us. Okay. Imagine that. I, over all the years of phone-ins <laughs> and visiting you in the old Newark State, the fact that you are actually within a f 200 feet of our office. Because your office is literally right here. Correct. And it's, such, it's so special for you to be. Can I call you publisher, editor, founder? What would you prefer? Publisher and founder. Co-publisher, actually. My partner, Mendy Schwartz. Uh, and Elizabeth also is our associate publisher as well. So as, as well as being the editor. And... Uh, there's a lot going on, Nachum. There's a lot going on. When we see Elizabeth, there's usually wine around when we <laughs> yes. see her. But in, th in this case, we could, we could stick with the coffee. coffee. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on is right, and you guys are covering. Uh, you know, it's funny. We, we, we're here in Teaneck, and you know we've already spoken to three, four schools this morning, yeah. or representatives of three, four schools. You could do your paper just based on school news. There's so much going on in the world of education, in the world of Yeshiva League sports, and so many different things that surround... Uh, uh, schools in our yeshiva league in general, and that's one of your sections. One of the things you do at the Jewish Link is concert. But beyond that, you're paying attention to what's happening in synagogues and paying attention to what's happening with community events and paying attention when, when prominent people visit neighborhoods like this to come and, and share their thoughts or to speak, whatever the case may be. You basically got to be everywhere. You got to be following every little thing. Going. And by the way, if you heard our conversation with L.E.Y. Katz this morning, you also have to have your hand on the pulse of what's happening in the food industry in Teaneck and its surrounding areas. It seems like all this is an impossible task. Am I right or wrong? 
It's a near impossible <laughs> task. Uh, that's why I have Elizabeth. There's, by the way, there's so much going on in the world of food, kosher restaurants. Last yep. night, I, Elizabeth knows. Last night, I got a call. There's a new elementary school coming to Bergen County. I can't tell you on the air. That's a secret. You'll have to read the Jewish link in a week or two. Literally, a new elementary. L- school? Literally, yes, a new boys' elementary school will be coming to town. I'm just—it's amazing the growth of this community, and we, we feel privileged to be able to cover it. And by the way, you should know you're, you're t- true. By the way, we could actually fill up the paper with just school stuff. Yeah, a lot of school news. We go crazy. Actually, I, I and I'm talking about good school news, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of good school news out there. You know, I'll just tell you something quickly about our paper. Um, I was once speaking to someone who, uh, who who comes out from outside the Orthodox world, and he said, "You know, Moshe, I, I read your paper, and I was I was literally blown away. I was he was shocked, and and the, sh- the section that shocked him was the schools and sports. Mm. You know, outside the Orthodox community, people are hearing uh, like a narrative, a story of a Jewish community in decline. He saw our school section. He was literally." physically in shock. He could not believe that there was so much going on in the community. And by the way, I, you know, Elizabeth knows uh, that we want people to read the paper over Shabbos to, and to get a feeling of like, hey, you know, this, this, I'm in such a, uh, there's so much going on in our right. community. Such, so much positive, so much dy- dynamism, so much growth. And, I, and, I, and that's a big part of the Jewish Link mission. You're covering 11 Bergen County communities. Would that be accurate? Am I, 14, 7, how many is it officially? <laughs> Because it's a lot, right? It's a lot of Bergen County communities. It's, it's potentially more than 11 communities, really? but it's five counties. Okay, so, so five counties you're covering. In, in New Jersey. In New Jersey. Plus the, uh, and there's a Jewish link that you're responsible for in Westchester or not? Yes. Mm-hmm. That you're also responsible Bro- for? Bronx, Westchester, and Connecticut. So Riverdale, Bronx, Westchester, Connecticut, it's all part of that. When I was in Stamford, I saw your newspaper. That's right. Mm-hmm. And is that coming out every week or every other week? That's a bi-weekly. The community is a lot smaller. Right. We print only about 5,500 every other week. And, and we the TNEC-based one is every single week. Yeah, thank God. It's, we call it the core of the flagship. We print 13,000 copies every week. And the cool thing about what we do is we do free home delivery to 7,000 households uh, in, in, uh, in Bergen County and Passaic County. Wow, that must be amazing. Now, what are you working on these days, aside from wine articles? Tell us some of the things that are striking your fancy and that we'll see soon in the newspaper. Okay, well, the uh, week after next is our big Rosh Hashanah issue, and that is um, coalescing with our 300th issue. Wow, very nice. It's exciting. And Rosh Hashanah issue will include a lot of rabbinic messages and a lot of community events and a lot of food articles, I'm sure, right? Yes. After all, it's Rosh Hashanah. Yes, we try to have most of our food content for Rosh Hashanah maybe this week. Right. Right? Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. this is like the shopping and busy, crazy understand that. Uh, But we do have wine articles, as you know. We We have a... We, I guess we have a lot of interesting different things in many, many arenas. Uh, we just, there's tons going on in every community, and we're, tr- we're just doing our best to report on it, give the best pictures. We had a beautiful Friendship Circle walk last Sunday, this mm-hmm. past Sunday. On, on top uh, of a Lifetown opening in Livingston. Right, yep. might have heard about that, that. Which sure. Which is amazing. Um, we, just, we, we actually haven't determined what our cover stories are, I think, for the for this coming week yet. It's still up in the air until about Wednesday morning. We probably will do something on the Israeli election. That's what will be cover top because it's the biggest thing in the Jewish world. Mm-hmm. But we're looking. We, we actually keep our cover uh, flexible. You know, we kind of, one of my rules, our advertisers know, I, I try not to ever cover promise, guarantee like a cover right. article. 
because it's just it's just bad if I do, um, and it just it leads to issues. But we we try to we, we make our decisions like late Tuesday afternoon, early Wednesday morning. You know what what's so important for our community? What do we want our community to see? And I want to tell you something. There's actually there's method to the madness. I I try very very hard. If it's a Highland Park story or a Teaneck story, I always try to put the that title in the community when people read pick up the paper in Central Jersey. You know, or Bergenfield, I want to make sure that, hey, you know, hey, this is relevant to my life. This is relevant to my school, my institution. Very, very particular about that. Interesting. Moshe Kindler is here. Elizabeth Kratz are here. We're talking about the Jewish link. What's your favorite thing to do? Is it to sit down with somebody and interview them and then write an article about them? Is it going to the events that we see you at and then reviewing those? Is it just doing some type of editorial piece on your own, sitting, you know, at midnight and burning the midnight oil at the, at the proverbial typewriter? Like, what is your favorite thing to do in this job? Um, I think one of our favorite things to do is to receive thank you notes. <laughs> we never, we, or we, no, we don't never get them, but we get them so rarely that they're incredibly, Few and incredibly far between. special. <laughs> so we just, it, anytime we get feedback is really our favorite thing. We, we love letters to the editor, uh, most of all. That's one of the, it just indicates to us that people care enough to say what they think. Do you get a lot of letters to the editor? Yeah. Uh, we get a fair for you. We get. Yeah. I would actually know what I'd make a pitch now on air for more. Yeah. Okay, we right. want your letters. Um, we want your thank yous. We want your criticisms. You know, we want more letters. Yeah. But the inbox does have every week has some letters to the editor yeah. there, huh? I'll yeah. tell you something funny. People read the paper every week, and they tell me it's what I call the Motsi Shabbos pizza effect. What do, what do I mean? People read the paper, and they read an article, let's say, and, and get some really exercise, and they get upset about it. And they, and they think about it over Shabbos. Like, oh, i got, I got to mention something. I'll, I'll email Elizabeth or Moshe. i got to email the paper. And then all of a sudden comes Havdullah time, and, you know, Hine Ke Yeshua. And then all of a sudden, they put away the, the Kiddush cup, and like, oh, time for pizza. And, <laughs> and everything they thought about over Shabbos is completely wiped away. Well, I will tell you that uh, when I keep a list in my mind over Shabbos of everything that I have to remember after Shabbos, I forget it all. So I don't have It's impossible. It's impossible to remember. Um, all right. So we should point out to everybody that if you're not one of the 7,000 residents who gets this on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, uh, meaning the paper delivered to their home, they can find it in all the proprietorships, all the stores in the Bergen County area have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that would be the easiest thing, right? If people go in and out of these uh, towns or schools, they'll be able to, to pick it up. And Actually, uh, we, we prefer if just sign up at home delivery. If, if you live in Bergen or Passaic County, just give it, you know, e- email us at delivery. But is it possible that someone in Bergen or Passaic is not getting it at this point? Is that possible? We believe we're delivering to well over 90, 95%. Right, of that's what I would figure. Yeah, but so if you're not getting it, they should just contact you as soon as possible in terms of home delivery. And people yeah. who live outside the region yeah. just understand that it's available in the stores, et cetera, Correct. in all the different places every single week. Uh, all right, so this would be anniversary number. Let me figure it out. If it's 300, I guess it's six years already? This is completing six years? It's a little bit, the, the count is a little off because, yeah, it is. It, it, actually, it's going to be seven. Seven okay. years. Um, in mo- well, yeah, well, we were bi-weekly our first year. Ah, so okay. it's already seventh anniversary. And uh, we went weekly on our one-year anniversary, which we're really happy about. And, and 300 issue is, is a huge deal. And by the way, you should know, our, our, our Yontif issues are so... They're so packed. It's just Jam-packed. unbelievable. You know, we're going to be over 150, maybe even 160 or more pages. And like to me, who started, you know, six, seven years ago, that's just amazing to be that, to be that size. And by the way, when I say we're 150, 160 pages, we're usually more than half. I, I believe in being 50, 50 add to content. And I, you know, you know, by the way, for all those advertisers, I want you guys in the paper, Rosh Hashanah, everyone's reading. You know, even if you're not with me the rest of the year with the Jewish link, advertise a, 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 a little late pitch for Rosh Hashanah advertising. Is your Sukkis uh, issue one issue? It's one issue, right? Don't call them Oedish or anything. Correct. So it's one issue. Also, that, that sits around the house for a good, you know, 10 days to two weeks. So people should realize if they are advertising, uh, they should realize 
realize that those issues are around for a long time, and people are doing a lot of reading over Yontif, that's for sure. All right, check it out, everybody. It's the Jewish Link. Um, Moshe Kindelera, Elizabeth Kratz, I thank you both for joining us, and continued success, and happy anniversary, and a Shana Tova. And we'll look forward to the uh, Rosh Hashanah issue and the subsequent issues, of course. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Shana Tova. All righty. And by last-minute plug for sure. TBC. I'm a proud TBC parent, parent, as you know, and we just love all the Rebbeim there. And uh, just everything that we that they said before, it was true, and I'm, I'm just uh, endorsing them. We are big fans of theirs as well, as you know. More coming up. We are being presented by Azer Mitziona in a unique and special month of September, spending a lot of September on the road, in this case visiting Teaneck, New Jersey. Tonight we are with Amudim, as you know. Tonight we are with Amudim. We are going to be um, uh, this coming Thursday at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere is where we'll be this coming Thursday between 6 and 9 a.m. Make sure to join us, everybody, um, for all of our live programming. Make sure to go to the uh, Azer Mitzion website. Use either promo code Nahum or promo code Miriam to buy the golf balls. Uh, for the big ball drop, which is happening later today, you could purchase those until 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You can purchase those until 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, go to emgolf.org slash ball drop, emgolf.org slash ball drop. Use promo code Nahum or promo code Miriam to join the battle of who can bring in more money for Azer Mitzion. Big thank you to Carol and Yossi and the entire staff here at Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. Show me! 
Yoni Z, he'll be there tonight at the Amudim event. Make sure to be tuned in. You can go to uh, pillar to pillar dot com. What are you looking for? I, I, I wrote it down. Pillar to pillar dot com. Just want to make sure I had it right. Pillar number two pillar dot com for tonight's event with Amudim. Next time we're on the road is Thursday morning. I got to get a bagel in Woodmere. A big thank you to Carol, Yussi, Jeffrey, and everybody who's been. So amazing here at the Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. Jeffrey's the one who makes the, bu- the bagels. Ah. I know. He's like the most important person here. He certainly is. And his shift starts at 4 a.m. It goes until noon. And then, of course, because you and I understand this, he has another job after this. <laughs> People like us like to be busy and need to be busy. So I said to him, do you go home and go to sleep? He was like, no, of course not. I have another job. Got to stay you busy. You, of all people, ask that question? I just reaffirming what I knew to be the right answer. Wow, interesting. Listen, the show's over. We can analyze my question during the next show. All day long. Exactly. Uh, Anything else I have to mention? I have to mention that JM Rewind is coming up with the President Richard Joel. That was our live remote we did up in Riverdale. I meet President Audrey Trachtman, who was in the studio last week, and Ryan Hyman, who joined us today, but he had a full-length conversation with us uh, two weeks ago, and that's all part of JM Rewind Next coming up on the Nahum Siegel Network. And then Avrami is going to be hosting the live lunch starting at 11 a.m. from Israel. We'll speak to you through the Amudim uh, media sources starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. And, of course, JMNAM tomorrow morning. Don't forget JMNAM on Thursday is going to emanate from Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. We should also mention that um, the Amudim event is an open event. People should feel free. You've been listening to the promotion regarding the event and how important it is to support the organization. It's not by invitation only. They welcome you to join. It'll be going on from, from forever. It is a long night, and it is a packed night. Park Street in Brooklyn. Right, Park Street in Brooklyn. They're certainly looking for you to support the organization tonight and to make a donation on your way in or on your way out, that's for sure. But you should feel free to come. See what it's about. And I think Speak Luck made a very important point. It's not just about supporting the organization financially. It's about people understanding that they are a resource. And whether or not they're ready to come forward and ask for help, maybe this broadcast, maybe this telecast, and your participation will help bring them closer into Jewish homes. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at Sammy's. Again, a big thank you to Carol and the entire staff, and a big shout-out to Yussi for helping us arrange all of this. Come on over to uh, Sammy's in Teaneck, New Jersey. You'll enjoy a delicious breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, whatever it is you're looking to enjoy. It's a really a good, delicious, and wonderful place. Big thank you to Miriam L. Wallach. I'm sorry? I don't have a mic, sir. No thank, problem. My thank pleasure. Thank you very much. Big thank you to Yoni Pollock, our engineer today. And to Avrami, of course, who is monitoring things like nobody else can. That's for sure. Thank you, Avrami. And uh, Avrami will be heard next during the live lunch. And we thank all of you for tuning is in. Is he going to have an election update? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh. He may have an election update. Stay tuned. Maybe he's uh, watching them go to the polls and vote. Who knows? It's election day in Israel. We'll talk more about that tomorrow, no doubt. Make sure to be tuned into JM and M. And then don't forget Thursday, JM and M from Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere, New York. Mm-hmm. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Single reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.